pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Hidden Hearing, number one James's Street, Kilkenny, serving the local community with personalised hearing care for over 20 years. When you're ready to talk to us at Hidden Hearing, call 056 7763 and you're very welcome back to UPMC Nolan Park. We're about 13 minutes away from throwing in this eagerly anticipated St. Canis's Credit Union semi-final between the Shamrocks of Ballyhale and James Stevens. Before we went on the break, I said we would talk about that half forward in the Shamrocks Ballyhale. Adrian Mullen, TJ Reid, Owen Cody. Mark, if you were Brian Cody in the other dugout looking out there, you're saying, oh God, club hurling and this is what I'm facing in the half forward in the opposition. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, they might not uh, line out across there. Owen Cody could go inside, TJ obviously could, and Adrian Mullen goes everywhere anyway. So, uh, you know, the amount of grass Adrian Mullen covered the last day against the Borough was incredible. He was in left corner back, he was right corner forward. Uh, and I think the, the village are going to have to have a def- definite plan for the three of them whatever that is I do not know uh, it's, 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 it's very difficult it's hard enough to have a plan for one of them to have a plan for three of them is very difficult but I, I'd be amazed if the three of them they won't stay there for the whole match you know they'll go into different positions in that in the, in the forward line and Adrian might could drop back into midfield and that but certainly Eddie yeah look I'm not going to say anything about the three lads that hasn't been said before only that I would support it all uh, all the superlatives uh, completely but the, the village will need to have a very definitive plan for the three, the three of them and Ronnie regardless you know what Mark is saying there and he's right regardless of whether Adrian Munnell TJ Reid or Owen Cody line out in that line they're the three most important players for the Shamrocks Valley Hill it's the, they're the three most important players for James Stevens to quieten well certainly yeah because that's where most of the scores come off of as we mentioned but of course when you look at the team you see Colin Fenley out here doing his own warm up because again he's only after coming off a plane probably yesterday he's carrying an injury and Darren Mullen is supposed to be back I'm not sure as he tugged out there I can't see him but if he's back and Colin Fenley's okay um, that gives Shamrocks a, 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 a great platform but going back to what you said when the Shamrocks were flying all year in the few matches they played well so the three boys were buzzing and flying it but when they had players to, to put it up to you go back to the bridge game and Bennis Bridge and the Shamrocks the bridge had that half back and were able to catch those three boys and, and, and contend them and that's an interesting one have have the village got three guys that can quieten them I don't think to have three lads in the half back line can quieten the three boys that's the concern right yeah. Brazil is hurling very well he'll have, a, he'll have enough to do to Martija but no disrespect to the rest of the players like they're meeting a different forward now than they played in the semi-final in the semi-final quarter-final against Greg Bally Callan if you think back on the Greg Bally Callan match they had five goal chances three certain goal chances that they didn't take do you think they're locked do you think Shamrocks are going to miss those goals no so Brian Cody doesn't play with sweepers and never did and never will he could do one today though I think he might I could be way wrong but they need I think if they're, if they're formed the last day Mark I'm not too sure they yeah. left they were poorest the last day against Greg Bally Callan yeah. and the opportunities weren't taken yeah the, the whole sweeper thing I don't, I don't he doesn't I mean, do it no but regardless of that I think it can it can bring you into difficulty against Shamrocks as well so it's kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't you put a sweeper in and then you allow Richie Reid just uh, dictate from, from their defence and they're excellent at uh, do, working the ball out so look it's I, I think you're better off a go at man markers and, and try and, and maybe get someone to hold the middle and uh, of the defence, but but whatever whatever they're going to have to have some plan. Um, yeah, look, I think I think there is a lot of there's a lot of bases to cover for the village backs and and midfield. There's an awful lot of bases to cover, uh, but you know what? I, I I give the village a a good chance here. I really do, and and it's probably based on on history and tradition. They 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 curl well against uh, Ballyhale. They won't have any fear of them. You know, and and it, like over the last number of years, even you know the village have had a way of getting through matches. 
the only thing on that Mark just not to contradict it but the village are down Connor Brown they're down um, Niall Mullins they're down two or three and there's another guy I should be thinking I can't think from last year now the league match as you mentioned earlier you covered it yeah. it was a great game but looking at the performances here does the league really matter at this stage it comes to the championship it, it definitely doesn't but I, and I take your point Ronnie about the three or four lads for James Stevens mm. five for the starting team from last year's All-Ireland final yeah. gone off that Ballyhale team mm. and I'm going to say a sixth I, both of you have managed teams lads I'm looking out here Colin warming up he's one of my favourite hurlers I, I, I just I, I really love him as a player I think he's absolutely fantastic he's heavily I'm strapped he is heavily strapped and the reason he's warming up in his own Ronnie is because he's not able for any of that running that's going to go on there and they're going to throw him out with full forward in the county semi-final against James Stevens. to me I think Shamrock's Ballyhale are starting with 14 and a half players the only thing and a great manager I worked with Ollie Welsh I remember sending one of our better players he said to him a half fit you is better than what I have in the dugout so a half fit Conan Finley is still a dangerous man uh, I was going to say as well uh, Colin Fenley was very much on one leg um, in that quarter final but Eddie he still has a presence on the edge of the square he's still terribly physical he's wrestling he's, he's under every ball he's, he's winning frees he's breaking ball for other forwards uh, you know I wouldn't fancy an hour on him even on one leg you know he's a real he's a real uh, what would you say focal point of their attack they can throw any ball they want in on top of him and he will make something of it even in the condition he's in maybe at the minute and that's maybe been a bit harsh on him he might be fine but he is heavily strapped and we'll see how he goes through the match but uh, from a Ballyhale perspective I'd much rather have him in there the way he is with possibly carrying an injury rather than not have him I suppose the other one Ronnie just because I want to put this to you if you are worried about a player like Colin you start him you don't yeah. think about bringing him on taking him off again without a doubt and of course like Mark is right the village have a great record and they've come in under the radar they've hurled poorly the pressure's off them they've hurled poorly particularly in the quarter final you're looking at the performance you mentioned it earlier the Borough were so unfortunate not to win the game I mean the Shamrocks were just awesome they just played above anything, any level they went to before Shamrocks or the village were so poor so pressure's off them Keen Kenny's coming back now at this stage he has a big presence and look going into the game if you watch the semi-final Ty Dwyer had a poor quarter final Gil Foyle had a poor quarter final Keen Kenny didn't play on the day so they have a lot of guys here need to up the ante big time so maybe you're right now you know quite clearly where I am I'm not I, I, I enjoy both teams watching I just think the Shamrocks based on the performance the last, day, the last day now look at the panel they are tight on numbers but back to Mark's point and he's very correct and, and right the village have a great record or they just have that arrogance you know it from, being from the town they just believe in themselves regardless at any level don't they? Yeah they do they have a real uh, strong belief themselves they they won't buy into the fact that Shamrocks might be favourites today um, and you know that that can get them so far they'll have to put in a performance with it of course uh, it won't be enough on its own and look there's no point in saying otherwise they are going to be up against it but I, I wouldn't be completely writing them off and I, I, I you know I don't want to make uh, I don't think we should make little of, of league matches and and uh, performance in the league it's very different obviously going into the championship very different but but the village I, I watched the village a number of times in the league and you know they, they had a very good league now it didn't finish great uh, against um, well, yeah, in the yeah. Shield final but, but that, would, that, that, yeah. that wouldn't have mattered to them but all throughout they hurled well Luke Scanlon is hurling well uh, you mentioned Brazil and, and the likes of Owen Gilfoyle Ross Whelan was hitting yeah. four or yeah, five points yeah. in matches the league matches so now they'll need all of that today Ronnie but, yeah. but, but who's to say they won't deliver it just correct me because I might have missed something you Eddie you were the bookies who's writing off the village I didn't 
writing no who's writing off the village well the bookies are oh the bookies are that's right yeah, 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 no and me is it yeah you seem to be no, 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 heavily no. there now Ronnie no no, no no I'm a fan of Ballyhale I'm based on performance as I said and I'm just nervous no but if, I, they, I if they hit I the form they hit the last I think I think Mark is bang on everybody is is writing off James Stephens not just you the here there now or the All bookies right. no everybody is the one thing I would say and, and, and Brendan has, has uh, or I should say Mark has, has already alluded to it like the village team Owen Gilfoyle f- savage hurler he, he hasn't probably reached the heights he's capable of doing but he's been absolutely brilliant this year Keane Kenny is a fantastic hurler Tygo Dwyer on his day is brilliant and the hurler for me this year that's been the hurler of the senior championship is Luke Scanlon he's been absolutely brilliant even that day against Greg Bally Callan you know, without him, they were without lighting him too bad, going too mad, he's still got five points, I think, from from play. Like, I mean, Mark, yeah. and he, he's going to be the main man for them today as well. Yeah, look, I mean, he's kind of operated at centre forward, drifting out into into midfield. Uh, in any matches I've seen, he's been hard to pick up. Look, he's very experienced at this stage. Uh, look, he'll, ha- he'll obviously have to have a massive match for him today. But he has had all throughout the year. He's been really leading the whole thing. He's captain, and he's really playing a captain's part on the field. Um, so look, I, I I don't know. Look, it will, it'll depend on a lot of things obviously how well uh, the village hold that, that forward line just one player for Ballyhale lads I thought he was very good the last day was Owen Keneally he came out from the full forward line seemed to play around the half forward line into midfield but he got on the world ball and used it really sensibly um, he got man of the match I was just going to say that yeah. he actually ended up getting man of the match so, yeah, so look I mean, wondered how I picked him no, the same way, way of men. But like you know, you can focus all your attention on on Adrian and TJ and on Cody. But like you know, they have other players obviously who can hurt you as well, and 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 uh, young Nile Shortle as well can be dangerous on his day. Ronnie, yeah, no, Mark is right. It's just it's like there is a lot of mileage. You mentioned there is a lot of mileage on the Shamrocks man, and you were very correct and right. Has that match taken so much out of him? There is a huge amount of pressure off the village, but as we said, the pressure is probably on the Shamrocks after the wonderful display the last day. But again, remember, Brian Jim Cody had a great game last year here on on, on Colin Finley, and uh, you know he'll relish that challenge at fullback as well. And on that note, I'm going to get one word from you. Winners of this game? Sure, I'm going with the Shamrocks. I, I will go with Shamrocks, but but maybe not by by a whole lot. And I'm going to go for James Stevens. We're going for the national anthems here now. And when we come back, we will have all the live coverage of this game being brought to you by Aidan Taggy Fogley and Brendan Hennessy. Pre-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Hidden Hearing, number one James's Street, Kilkenny, serving the local community with personalised hearing care for over 20 years. When you're ready to talk to us at Hidden Hearing, call 056 Get ready for the kitchen of your dreams with the Samsung Kitchen Appliance Sale now on at Electro City. Get ready for big savings. Are you tired of endless loads of washing and skyrocketing energy bills? At Electro City, we have the solution. The Samsung 9KG A-rated washing machine with EcoBubble technology is reduced to 529. That's an upfront saving of 150 euro. For the perfect pair, add the Samsung Energy Efficient Heat Pump Condensing Tumble Dryer and save over 1,900 euro on your energy bills. For complete peace of mind, both machines come with a full five-year warranty. Don't miss the Samsung Kitchen Appliance Sale now on at Electro City, Kilkenny, Carlo, and our new flagship store, Electro City Waterford. For more details, see electrocity.ie. KCLR Live Sport The St. Callis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Semi-Final James Stevens versus Ballyhill Shamrocks with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, Well Drilling Services Piltown.
Well, there we are. Ron Levine at UPMC Nolan Park, the second of our senior commentaries this afternoon. Aidan Taggy Fogarty joins me on commentary. He was on analysis after the first game and at halftime with Eddie Scalling. Lads, Ronnie has swapped seats with Taggy. Taggy, this is a big one. Shamrocks, of course, heading for a, another milestone. But if anyone can stop them, James Stevens can, I believe. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, um, Obviously, Shamrocks will be the favourites. Uh, but look, James Stevens, Championship Hurling, they're, they're just a, a, a different outfit. You know, they're a different animal and they will absolutely give everything to this game now today. There's uh, no late Changes on either team, so I'll give you both lineups uh, in a moment here in UPMC Nolan Park. And uh, the situation here today is Patrick O'Reilly is our match referee. It's a free out to James Stevens and a chance for them to register the first score. They're playing into the O'Loughlin's end, and uh, Shamrock's, of course, playing into the town end. Here's the free from centre half back. Niall Brazel hits a big, big ball. It's gone left of centre, downfield. It's uh, going to be tidied up by. Richie Reid who's back there playing at centre back for the Shamrocks this afternoon he was in a full back bird this time he sends it downfield the target was obviously TJ the ball bounced in the middle of the park and it's kept moving by Liam Barron of the Ballyhale club but then it breaks into the right half back position and out come James Stevens a traditional green and red Niall Brazel again lovely ball plays it onto the outside for Keane Kenny Kenny wearing 14 turning and striking at ease and if that's there it's a super score and he really struck that perfectly Taggy you know didn't force the issue cool calm collected and stuck a strip between the post great score by Keane yeah great strike uh, you know, barely even looked at the post just up into the hand and his typical uh, right hand side over the bar just flew over the bar great score good start by uh, the village as I say no late change the village with Gavin Costigan in goal Shane Donoghue Luke Murphy and uh, well, we come back to that now because Shamrocks are on the attack and Shamrocks in front of the goal can be lethal can be dangerous and there they go first score gone in and gone over the bar and the man that had an absolutely cracking quarter final Adrian Mullen the captain this year he levels proceedings here early in play Keen Kenny first Adrian Mullen second and uh, he's really having a great year uh, brilliant year Adrian Mullen and, and that's what it's all about it's about Adrian Mullen TJ Reid, Owen Cody for Ballyhill they are the men that make it tick and just to note uh, Dermot Cody has gone back in full back on uh, Colin Fenley here comes TJ Reid turning and striking quickly downfield looking for Colin Fenley but out come the village and uh, doing very well in that full back line and carrying the ball all the way to the 45 is the wing half back Dermot Cody knocked it downfield got a late hit there he gets it to Keane Kenny Keane Kenny plays it back across to Willie Spencer Willie Fine player big man in the middle runner running out to the left hand side was Andy Parsons Andy Parsons didn't get in the shot but knocks it back to Luke Scanlon a man that has a tally oh hits the post Luke Scanlon and breaks back out and Dean Mason comes out he gets caught he's going to get the free out but uh, just about to say about Luke Scanlon he's got a great tally this year any game I covered he was playing he had an average of 3 to 4 points every time Luke Scanlon and I think the boy said it already is uh, one of the standout hurlers in the championship this year Brendan he's absolutely phenomenal in midfield there he's captain in the side uh, he's been absolutely phenomenal um, just to one, just on that matchup on Dermot Cody and uh, Colin Fenley. Colin Fenley went out the last day and came off uh, with a bad uh, uh, calf injury. So I wonder how fit is Colin Fenley. Fitter on fit. I wouldn't like to be marking him no, with Taggy. No, absolutely not. No, he, he, he's been like a bear to be honest in there. And he, he, he wasn't at full strength even the last time and he created 1-1 one, one and scored a point. So that'll tell you how dangerous well, he is. Well, that's Colin. And uh, well, I was giving you the teams there. Uh, we go back on the beginning Gavin Costin in goal for James Stevens Shane Donahue Luke Murphy Mikey Byrne halfback line Niall Delaney Niall Brazel Dermot Cody middle of the park Luke Scanlon captain Willie Spencer's beside him Sean Minogue Ty Goodwire Andy Parsons in the half forward line with Ross Whelan Keith Kenny and Owen Gilfoyle full forward line we have a hold up here for an injury in the middle of the park thankfully the village man is ok the puck up will come from Dean Mason Dean Mason drives it downfield his brother Dara's right corner back Dara Corcoran Killian Corcoran at number 4 Evan Sheff the vice captain at five Richie Reid six and Paddy Mullen is at number seven here they go Owen Cody goes forward 
one of the outstanding players so far in this championship as well turning and striking from outside to 45 and that's Cody at his best as two to the Shamrocks one to the village and the full forward line is comprised of Owen Keneally Colin Fennelly and Niall Shortle for the Shamrocks but that's a great score by Cody uh, brilliant score and there's two guys you mentioned already uh, Adrian Mullen a pint and Owen Cody a pint already and Owen Cody the number three Luke Murphy is marking him Connor Walsh sends the ball in around the house towards Colin Fennelly the breaking ball goes to Cody again Owen Cody knocks it out towards Liam Barron Barron has a look at the post he sends it in and the Shamrocks picking off three lovely scores from play that's Adrian Mullen Owen Cody and Liam Barron Keen Kenny got the opening score for James Stevens. four minutes played here in UPMC Nolan Park Shamrocks Ballyhale lead the second of our St. Canis's Credit Union senior hurling semi-finals here by three points to one earlier on if you missed this it was a final score of 3-16 to O'Loughlin Gales 22 points to Venice Bridge O'Loughlin's are into the final the Shamrocks trying to move the ball to the middle of the park Connor Walsh caught in possession does well though to recover a little bit scrappy in the middle of the park but uh, the village hunting for everything again that's ideal for hurling today TJ Reid wins it on the 65 he drives it in around the house it's just going to drop a yard short it's good goalkeeping by Gavin Costigan Gavin grabs it in the left hand plays it out towards the new stand side but odds on to win it is the Ballyhill Shamrocks midfielder Liam Barney knocks it back to Niall Short on that far side and Short will back out towards the half forward line and that's Shamrocks at their best because I always said Taggy when I started working in Kenny 28 years ago in matches I was always told these fellas will play the ball in any direction they played that back out to the middle from the 20 metre line and it goes in and over the bar you can't beat a three point lead four yeah, points no, to one good can't, finish can't beat it. that's just uh, composure and consistency and belief in themselves playing it right back in HM1 and it's a hard score to get right in the sideline certainly was it's uh, four points to one Shamrock's lead here the opening exchanges bit of a ground strike on the lush green grass in UPMC Nolan Park the pitch is in a perfect condition Owen Gilfile for the village sends one down it's outside the D good defence from uh, James Stevens, but it is Shamrocks again to pick back up the breaking ball an epic battle to have victory over Michael Walsh as Dixborough in the last one Dixborough will count themselves a little bit unlucky but here's a high dropping ball in towards Colin Finley but Costigan is always quick off his line and Gavin Costigan is out quickly and drops it down towards Willie Spencer big man Willie drives it down the left hand side kept it moving looking for Andy Parsons on that far side Andy he's back to goal works his way back outfield met with a shoulder by Adrian Mullen but Parsons did well gets it back towards Niall Delaney Delaney close to the sideline on the far side there's a bit of a nudge over there the ball's out over the line the linesman said it will be a village line ball inside the 65 in the Shamrocks half of the park four point Shamrocks one point to James Stephen six and a half minutes gone what have you made of it so far Taggy? Yeah the village came out the blocks uh, all guns blazing but uh, since then it's been all uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks to be fair you know. And what, what strikes me most is the physicality and the work rate from Ballyhale already putting the village under pressure here comes Richie Reid plenty of experience there as well down to the brother TJ TJ gathers at the half back line he's chased by Mikey Byrne Mikey Byrne uh, was putting TJ under a bit of pressure and TJ gives a hand pass and he opens up his hands the referee says it was illegal Taggy I asked you one time did you ever throw the ball you said all the time yeah. was that a throw or a hand pass <laughs> it's hard to tell from here Brendan but he's after giving it for be a, honest for be a, honest for Mr Fogarty for a throw anyway, so. <laughs> I would never throw a ball Brendan God no that's my time you told me before you always did anyway free in to the village a chance to pull it back to a two point game seven minutes played here in UPM seeing all in park the linesman says take it back a little bit oh I think it's all the one Owen will have to distance has he got the accuracy he's placing this ball he had a few little problems with 
epic free takers in the first game but it was all Aucklands who seen out the bridge the goals the difference on the day only a puck of a ball in it at the end is this going in is it going over the bar Owen Gilfoyle it's gone to the left and right it's ironic isn't it there's little or no wind and we have ace free takers today missing chances but I always said they're only human but he knows he should have got that I should have got it yeah. look at a bit of nerves maybe in a big match like this but he should have got it really from where he's standing here's the Shamrocks on the attack again lovely hand from Owen Cody wearing the number 12 shirt today plays the ball against the ground chased all the way by the full back Luke Murphy McCone he says going up brilliant stuff from him goes for the shot good save Costigan second bite of the cherry double save from Costigan he's done well he's kept the village in this at the early stage 8 minutes on the clock and uh, James Stevens will clear it through the cornerback Shane Donahue balls out of play but he got a credit to keeper on this occasion Shamrocks come away with nothing they have got the line ball but Costigan he has started this game very well for the village but he's under a little bit of pressure to be fair yeah and that's not a good thing for James Stevens uh, to be honest uh, but Owen taking on his man Luke Murphy Marklin but rounded him but really good skill you know went to kind of dummy it over the bar but pulled inside and took the shot on but good save by Gavin Costigan and it's actually a double save because Cody got the rebound and he got down well so uh, good stuff by, uh, by Gavin Costigan sideline ball for TJ struck it well but it's going to tail off to the left hand side and wide wides have been scarce in the opening nine minutes here I think that's Shamrock's first wide is it? Shamrock's first wide by a sideline James Stevens and wide by a free two wides in the game one apiece there's a long ball down Richie Reid is underneath it put the hurl up to protect his hand he got it second bite of the cherry ball it hit the ground Evan Shefflin strong man in the half back line gets it to Richie Reid nice interlinking play with him Richie with a bit of a, a a daisy cutter we can call it there's no daisies here the boys at the pitch in impeccable condition the village will go from distance and uh, Mason's done well he's kept that off the crossbar and this fella he started out in the goal at senior level at 17 years of age for the Shamrocks and Dean Mason showed all his experience the few years he's there he's got two All-Ireland medals in his top drawer already four point Shamrocks one point James Stevens we're into the 10th minute Mason was good there Taggy yeah no very good uh, brought it down dangerous area in fairness the fight was in around the territory but still uh, blocked the point from going over so Dermot Cody long ball downfield Shamrocks defend well Village on the attack four against four a bit of a cluster for possession Richie Reid facing his own goal scoops that one up plays the short ball to his number 10 Adrian Mullen and captain Mullen unintentionally flicked it back in field and it looked like it might be a Shamrock's ball but umpire in the linesman say it's a village ball and I think they got that decision bang on sideline ball to the village outside the 45 this game brought to you with thanks to Jerry coming for drilling well drilling services for residential commercial and agricultural clients check out Jerry coming for drilling dot ie here's the sideline cut struck well Richie Reid again runs into his own man after he won that ball Evan Shefflin is there done well read it well Evan hand pass out of trouble to Connor Walsh in the middle of the park for Shamrocks Connor plays it back to Richie Reid he's been uh, very much involved Richie off his left hand side a massive ball down towards TJ up he goes oh what a take he hung in the air TJ Reid he's been fouled that's a super super ball to a super super player brother to brother wins the free but what a take Taggy yeah. what a take still a three point lead four points to one soon to be a four point lead TJ with the free coming up so it's like just telepathic but uh, Richie Reid as I mentioned already Bernard, is in this game he's playing brilliantly there in, in the back line he's sweeping across he's clearing everything and TJ obviously long ball and TJ's been man marked by uh, Niall Brazil as well so they're getting their matchups um, right by the village 
TJ with the free never in doubt stuck it in sticks it over the bar five points to one it's a four point lead for Shamrock's Bally Hale here and again folks we do have the detail menswear man of the match 083-306-9696 you pick a player who you feel is playing well and you're having a chance of winning a 50 euro voucher for detail menswear Carlo and Kilkenny put it out of market Carlo High Street Kilkenny and again a huge thank you to Carol in Kilkenny and all his staff and Philip in Carlo one of his staff was out there Dara Mason playing right cornerback for the Shamrocks this afternoon here comes James Stevens to defend this one Willie Spencer Willie's been uh, tugged from behind it's going to be a free out to James Stevens from the 45 I think you said it at the start even though there's only 11 and a half minutes played they did get off to a good start through Keane Kenny haven't really done anything since but to be fair to Shamrocks they have defended well the distribution has been good and their ratio is always terrific from scoring chances 99 times out of 100 they come away with a score yeah look you give them a sniff at it all they put it over the bar but Bally Hale are definitely on top in the last uh, couple of minutes of this game here's a dangerous ball dropping in and again Richie Reid he gathered it but he didn't hold on to it now it's there a bit of a skirmish for possession it's near the end line umpire keeps a close eye on it still there nobody capitalising another rook for possession which is modern a common in modern day hurling and the umpire this time behind the cluster player says that's a wide ball and Shamrocks won't be in any hurry to poke this one out five points to Shamrocks one point to James Stevens don't forget coming up at half time you'll have the half time analysis with Eddie Skelly Mark Dowling and Adrian Ronnie Ronan here comes Shamrocks from distance on Keneally he's outside the 65 drives it in and sticks it over the bar that's the point of making uh, Taggy you know it as well as it every time they get a chance they'll score so quick that's Dean Mason from the puck out just being really quick found um, Keneally bang yeah, over the bar like so so simple make it look so easy Ballyhale Shamrock six points James Stevens one point Seven, tw- uh, 13 minutes on the clock here again one by Evan Shefflin vice captain on that far side captain of course Adrian Mullen this afternoon off the Shamrocks down towards the right corner forward position and that ball is out over the line on the far side and that is uh, what has happened there Patrick O'Reilly is our match referee a fine programme produced here which uh, incorporated the Dixborough Tuller Ross Birkin game and St. Lacton's and Wine Gap in the junior here yesterday which Peter Brook and David Hughes did referee O'Connor Everett did the first match here today now it's the turn of Patrick O'Sullivan sideline ball for Shamrocks TJ takes it on the far side knocks it in towards own Cody Cody looking to send it back to the man wearing 15 Nile short he's got a flashy pair of boots like Cody now as well they're lime green they're luminous that match a high-vis vest if he had one and the village caught high coming out that, I think it was Keane Kenny back there yeah. and it's a free from the 45 even though Shamrocks are leading by 6 points to 1 it's scrappy enough isn't it? Uh, it's scrappy yeah there's, there's no real intensity here yet so far you know. and the villagers want to be careful now they haven't scored um, in 12 minutes you know. they got the first score but since then haven't even looked like it well, here, that's a ball blocked down it was good work by Shamrocks yeah without the ball they work so hard that's taken a little bit of a deflection it will be a village line ball in the far side they really need to get something from here because yeah. they can't just let the game get away from them that's it yeah and Bally Hale are just ticking on pint for pint for pint and you know it, that, that'll happen and then they'll just get a lead and keep them at arm's length and that's what the village don't want and here is the sideline ball for James Stevens, the village on the far side in their traditional green and red sideline cut it's an intelligent sideline cut because he sends it to the man in space that's Niall Brazel Niall turns lovely big turn from him acres of space off his left hand side has he got it oh it's a wide ball but the idea was terrific and I did say they needed something Taggy but they haven't come away with it but I have to give credit the idea was great yeah the idea was great yeah, and he was right to take it on he was on his own but just flew out, right, out wide here come Ballyhell Shamrocks from distance Adrian Mullen striking drops a little bit short Costigan has been 
good in that goal ball out though hasn't worked out well won back by Liam Barron he scored a point already again pleasant reverse ball out to the 45 metre line Shamrock send it in and that is gone in and over the bar this time from Niall Shortle wearing number 15 we've concern here for Paddy Mullen the number 7 and I know he hit his fair share of injuries looks like he's a calf injury here in front of us yep. Ronnie but a 7 points to 1 it's a 6 point lead for the Shamrocks 15 minutes gone 15 minutes gone only one man scored from play uh, Keane Kenny only a point on the board from the village you know, Ballyhale, it's all about Ballyhale 2 points from Major Mullen a free from TJ Owen Cody a pint Owen Keneally a pint and 9 Shortle points so all the forwards bar Colin Finley a score from Ballyhale Shamrocks just Take it back to the last game. How unlucky were Borough against uh, Shamrocks the last day? Yeah, look, they, they had a chance. There's no doubt about it. Uh, look, they, even they were down to 14 men. Uh, a few small things. You know, small things in the matches. Simple things. Simple things could have gone over the line. You know, missed the free here and there. And look, when it comes to that final five minutes to beat Ballyhale, you need a mentality to do it. Well, it's seven points to the Shamrocks at the moment. One point to James Stevens. Big ball downfield. They're not getting much change out of this Ballyhale defence. This is the full-back this time, Dara Corcoran. Plenty of experience this man has as well, Dara. Next it back towards Paddy Mullen. Paddy goes back all the way to Dean Mason. Dean Mason off his left-hand side. Massive puck out. Sends it to the 45. Ops it into the park looking for an aisle shortly again. Ball comes back out off the village cornerback. He's a nice cornerback, Mikey Byrne. He's a tall, lean, tin, fit young man. Drives it downfield towards Andy Parsons. And he races onto that one, just steps out over. But Evan Shefflin is there. He scooped it up. Then a bit of ground hurling from Ara Mason. Ball is uh, gone outside the 45. No one capital. Here comes Evan Shefflin. He just never gives up this man. Driving it forward along the ground. In fairness to the village, they turned it around. Keen Kenny scored earlier. Kenny scored again. Can't do it all on his own. He's held there. Richie Reid is not happy with the decision. But Keen Kenny, to be fair, used his experience, Taggy. He carried it into battle. He held on. He said, I can't get away. Can I get a free? He got the free. Yeah, no. And he used the old uh, forward uh, syndrome. He dropped the head and pulled it back down for Richie Reid. I put the arm around him. Uh, so he's cute enough. He drew the foul. And this is a big free. This is a big free now for the village to put this over the bar. They need to settle down just slightly. Uh, the village are, are pulling or sorry Ballyhale are pulling away just slightly it's all, it's all about Ballyhale so far they need this free just to go over the bar and as I said already the uh, the physicality of Ballyhale I can see the, the, sh- the village are just hitting hitting and getting hit and putting back so the the conditioning of Ballyhale Shamrocks over the last couple of years Ben this just hasn't happened obviously they're going for six in a row county finals so look they're, they're a well conditioned team they certainly are you have a detailed men's were man of the match to pick today as well Taggy there's no one I suppose shining the ball Richie Reid I suppose Richie Reid uh, yeah. Gavin Costigan I suppose for the village is lively in the goal down there but you're the man who'll be picking it not me I'm only putting thoughts in your head no yeah no, for, <laughs> for sure he took the words out of me mouth <laughs> here's the free it's important it's important and James Stevens have got it they've got it on Guilfoyle sticks it in and over the bar they've got their second it's taken a while to come 18 minutes on the clock 5 between them Shamrock 7 points James Stevens 2 points and here come the Shamrocks they're playing the short ball back to Dean Mason he has an absolutely massive puck out this man all the way down towards TJ he reached for that one he didn't hang on to it he has it the second time though which way is he going he had to face away from goal knocks it back out field Adrian Mullen runs onto it he gets a call from way over on the far side great understanding Paddy Mullen receives it from Adrian Mullen the Mullins are on fire infield it goes Cody lays it off with a hand pass finding the man in space was Niall Shortle took the pass from uh, Cody but it's gone from Owen Cody it's gone to the left and wide and another stat as well Taggy looking at it five of the Shamrocks forwards are on the scoring sheet plus one of the midfielders and four of those scoring forwards 
forwards all from play yeah no and, and that's the difference they're, they're finding the space hugely the village needs to shut them down completely here come the village can Ross Whelan do something for the village Ross gathers the ball sends it across but straight towards Evan Shefflin the breaking ball though will favour the village then Shefflin comes back rooting and rooking for possession scrappy enough play but who's going to come up with the ball well it is the village that have it now can they orchestrate something here no, the defence is so strong for the Shamrocks coming through as Luke Scanlon. Lucas fouled on the 45 metre line, punches the air. He's happy with that because he worked so hard to win that free. And in fairness, the uh, Willie Spencer did really well just before that as well. Yeah, no, did really well. Uh, won a free there. Yeah, it was de- definitely free. But Shamrocks are just they're tackling in their droves. They're they're really bringing the fight to them. They're they're putting them under pressure. And the village can't get a look in left, right, or centre. You know, this will be uh, only one score from play. And uh, Uncle File will be this from two if I don't put the commentators' curse on them. Uh, well, Ronnie does that all the time. Taggy, you don't <laughs> start doing that. Seven points, Shamrocks. Two points to James Stevens. With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, well drilling services for residential, commercial, and agriculture clients check him out on jerrycomfortdrilling.ie here's the free uh, coming up while well, the referee is just making sure everybody's alright now we had a few running repairs the Mayor Ishkas are in it's a beautiful day for hurling it's gone a little bit nippy as the evening moves on local time if you're listening on the World Wide Web is 15.34 in the Marble City we're at UPMC in Olin Park there's a great crowd in attendance so Lachlan Gales are already into the St. Canis' Senior Hurling Championship Final in a fortnight's time here's the free from Gilfoyle it's important he struck it with conviction and it just crept inside the upright and I think he'd be a little bit relieved with that but I never doubted them to be fair now all of a sudden uh, Taggy it's only a four point game yeah look four point game uh, for me the game hasn't taken off at all there's a very little life and the intensity is not there there's no real battles around the fields uh, I feel so far and Ballyhay Shamrocks are controlling it well, you can say a big hello to Dukey listening in Halifax uh, come on the Shamrocks so I'm not quite sure what is Halifax in the UK oh it's in Yorkshire just see it here I thought it might be in Halifax in Nova Scotia if you're listening there you're very welcome as well but good evening Dukey and thank you very much and thank you to Adrian Bratnock and New Park Close who's enjoying the game and thank you very much Adrian for the compliments towards KCLR this afternoon and that's another free in and uh, Tygo Dwyer he's drawn a free out of Shamrock's defence they have been solid in the opening half but credit to James Stevens. they are not out of this game by a long shot they might have been struggling for scores Keane Kenny got the opening score Owen Gilfoyle has got two now we can get his third and if he does Taggy there'll only be a puck of a ball between them we're into the 22nd minute here in UPMC Nolan Park that's it yeah. look um, Bally hit our village in fairness to him uh, they're after drawing frees and that's one thing now Ballyhale will have to be careful of giving away frees because Uncle File will, will put them over the bar and it's after putting them back into the game three from Owen three frees from Owen one from Keane Kenny that's there four for the Shamrocks Adrian Mullen with two Keneally Owen with one TJ Reid with a free Owen Cody Niall Shortle and Liam Barn from the middle of the park seven points to four the All-Ireland Champions lead here in the Kenny St. Canis's senior hurling semi-final outcome James Stevens are growing into this game here comes Keane Kenny just unfortunate lost his footing slipped on the 65 and he's on half of the park and lost possession he was so unfortunate bit of a ground strike there but it's won by TJ Reid and it's no nonsense hurling from TJ he whipped it in straight away but he whips it to the right and wide two wides to the Shamrocks two wides to James Stevens. the clock says 22 minutes gone here and don't forget your detail men's were a man of the match 083 306 9696 a 50 euro voucher up for grabs you know the story well by now as James Stevens knock one in from distance that's more like it a 
said they were never going to be out of this game but Ross Whelan gets their second score from play five in total now the three frees from Gilfoyle the point from Keane Kenny and now Ross Whelan but he got plenty of time and space that time two point game Taggy 23 minutes gone yeah no definitely the village are creeping back into this game and a great score by Ross Whelan off his right hand side over the bar good score to, get, to put um, only two points between them Colin Fenley playing at full forward he's a huge huge man Colin strong against the run from Liam Barron Barron comes forward up towards the 21 middle line brilliant defence this time from James Stevens. they've really done well on this occasion hurling it down the old stand side coming out and winning it at paces Tygo Dwyer lovely hurling from O'Dwyer sprays it with the left hand into the middle of the park much much better from the village down into the corner comes beautiful ball just so unlucky was Owen Gilfoyle that he didn't hang on to it not quite sure whether the sun was in his eyes or not but it's rooted out there by the foot of the Shamrocks man and the switched hand pass to the full back Dara Corcoran Dara Corcoran hurls it downfield it was a nice nice move and well organised by the Shamrocks in defence but now it's James Stevens' turn to defend and running across to get a touch on this one is Niall Brazel the number 6 but it was Paddy Mullen who did it really well the first time back around the corner comes I thought it was out on the far side it wasn't Shamrocks have a crack but it's gone to the left and wide three wides for the Shamrocks seven points they have on the scoreboard five to James Stevens. 24 minutes gone in the first half six remaining of normal time Shamrocks Bally Hale seven points James Stevens five yeah the village half back line after coming into it and that's where the difference is in the last uh, five minutes AJ Mullen TJ and Owen Cody are kind of getting out of the game and that's given a village a platform to get implement their own game plan certainly so here come James Stevens. is there a score here Tygo Dwyer referee is given a free out Taggy I think they overcarried it by the looks of it there yeah he kind of dummied in by was TJ was it a bit harsh a harsh looks harsh to me anyway he, and he thinks it is well on Gilfoyle I thought he played on the hurl and played around him but I'd say he caught it t- twice or three times at the referee as a, as a game goes I'm looking forward to hearing the analysis from Eddie and uh, Ronnie and from the lads at half time but uh, as it goes ok it's not a classic but no. I don't think it was ever going to be because you know everybody wants to beat the Shamrocks because they're the best in the business and James Stevens, they're up for it but uh, got off to a bad start but they're back in it now off to a bad start but they're absolutely back in it and look the village will always be in it like, they'll, never, they'll die with their boots on absolutely and it's more Belly Hale taking the foot off the pedal <laughs> than the, the village coming into but goal chance oh it's hit the post back out it comes Cody back around the corner oh Cody is he happy to go for a point or a goal they want to go for a goal but his hand pass has gone wayward and that could be a bit of a turning point because they've come away with nothing this time to Shamrocks I'll come back to Taggy and that because James Stevens have it and they've worked it outfield can they control the ball they can from the half back line that was high there's an advantage coming here for James Stevens it's good refereeing by Patrick O'Sullivan the ball goes down into the corner but hasn't worked out the advantage was over Shefflin wins it back Evan knocked it to Richie Reid he's having a great first half Richie far side of the park his own Keneally Keneally distribution goes straight to the village man Niall Brazel out he comes he wins the free a late challenge from Adrian Mullen the referee spotted it now if he was late he wasn't that late but he was late and Niall Brazel just taps him on the shoulder he knows there wasn't much in it the lads know one another very well but the referee felt it was a free Taggy Fogarty if you were the man in black would you have given a free yeah no I thought it's a bit soft I thought Brazel just took the shoulder he was gone past him anyway and he's looking up to go for his score so look the referee has given it but just go back to the, to, to the goal cha- oh, I won't even say this was a goal chance Ballyhale for me all year long have been trying to get goals where their goals wasn't on yeah. and I've been I think it's one of their downfalls where they miss the goal chance and next thing the opposition team go up and get a score so it just drags the life out of them and it frustrates the team and it frustrates the crowd you can hear the crowd going just put it over the bar and they've been doing that all year long there's a long range free from Niall Brazel that's gone in and it's gone over the bar and we got game on here now in UPMC Nolan Park seven points to the Shamrock six points to James Stevens. you were with me and Callum today to come back from ten points down to 
the draw of the match. No, I wasn't mean. We were no, up there. No. That. It was Ronnie, I think, was it? Oh, it was Eddie Scally. It was Eddie yeah, Scally. Here come James Stevens. Seven points, Shamrock. Six points, James Stevens. 27 minutes gone here in UPMC Nolan Park with thanks to Jerry Comerford, Drilling Limited. James Stevens playing nice control hurling at the moment. The ball hurled from Brazil down to the what's a great take at the half back line. Derek Horcoran, he's moved out to there for the moment. Hand pass it to Richie Reid. Richie Reid down to the middle of the park. This is the big man, Liam Barron, in the middle, turning and striking. He's looking to feed it in towards Fenley, but it didn't go long enough in there. Cody was there as well. It was short enough. Out come James Stevens. A chance for him to come forward and level it up here on the stroke of half time. Ross Whelan, nice big ball down towards his number 12, Andy Parsons. Andy has it. He's held up by Shefflin on the far side. Parsons is going to have to work hard here Shefflin stays with him but it breaks favourably for Parsons Shefflin stays on his tail it's an epic epic battle over there on the far side no one can get clean ball but the village have it oh lovely dummy sold by Andy Parsons Andy Parsons switches it back inside Tygo Dwyer oh there was no one there oh Dwyer had no one there he thought it was his own man and he played it to the village or to, to James Stevens man meanwhile Shamrock's clear downfield to TJ Sean Welford TJ to Colin Fenley takes return ball TJ Reid danger here Oh, he's brought down out inside the D. It's going to be a free. And the bomb squad have arrived. Fenley and Reed coming forward. Seven points to Shamrock, six points to James Stevens. That'll change them. Eight points to six now. That was experience at its best with that move. But the village won. Lucky they didn't score one. And now they've conceded a free on the other end. 28 minutes gone. Taggy, seven points to six. Soon to be eight. TJ Reed with the free. If he misses it, I'm going home. Yeah, no, it was that. And that's a two point swing, Brendan. You absolutely lit the head in the head. Uh, Ongle fight. I don't know what he was thinking. There was absolutely no village man where he hand passed the ball. I say he just panicked a bit, but he could have put that over the bar. He didn't. Down the other end, TJ wins it, free in, and he's going to pot this over the bar now. How hard did Evan Shefflin work at right half back over there to keep yeah. the village and deprive them of getting forward? At the hour, the half back line of, uh, of Bally Hale are doing very well. They're, they're really putting it up to the, the village half forward line. The bad news for you is TJ has scored. I have to stay here with you. Eight points, Shamrock, six points, James Stevens. You'll hear from Mark Dowling, Adrian. Ronan and Eddie Scally analysing the first half in a few minutes' time. And now we're going to find out what that time is because the referee and the linesman are consulting with one another about the time and the referee is uh, Patrick O'Reilly and it is our second St. Canis's Credit Union senior hurling final today if you haven't heard well O'Loughlin Gales are into the final three minutes additional time at the end of normal playing time two minutes extra time two minutes two minutes stadium announcer uh, two minutes there. 3.16 to O'Loughlin Gales. 22 points to Bennis Bridge. Cracking game. Congratulations to O'Loughlin's commiserations to a gallant Bennis Bridge team. But the goals really the difference. And uh, only one puck of a ball between them at the end of the day. Here's a line ball for... Ballyhill Shamrocks cross the face of the goal but James Stevens tidied up and mop it up well there's a two point game here we're into the final minute 40 seconds of normal time remaining plus the two minutes of added time eight points Shamrock six points James Stevens Shamrocks with a massive massive ball down into the corner it goes racing onto it is Niall Shortle Shortle scored already tries to make an angle for himself backtracks out towards the 20 metre line he knocks it all the way back to the 65 to Paddy Mullen and he says thank you very much and I know some teams do this Ronnie 
or uh, Taggy some other time but Shamrock's do this all the time he's on the 20 metre line yeah. he knocks it all the way back out to the 65 and in she goes and over the bar and it's if young lads are watching and learn how to play a game of hurling it's a great move oh, great move but so the quality of the ball Brendan it was a 50 yard pass straight to hand and Paddy Mullins put it over the bar so that's the, that's, that's the small thing confidence in shooting from distance that's a small thing as well but it's a big thing also if you can get fellas to do it it's 9 points to 6 now still only a puck of a ball between them but Shamrock's Ballyhale lead by 9 points to 6 don't forget the detail men's were a man of the match one of the finest keepers in the country is in there Dean Mason our man of the match in the first game was the O'Loughlin's goalkeeper Stephen Murphy the detail men's were a man of the match who will it be this time will it be this fella TJ Reid sends it in sticks it over the bar and that all came from intelligent hurling from Dean Mason in the goal he controls the whole park that fella so does the fella receive the ball his name is TJ Reid he's just got his third uh, brilliant play and he's been the, the go-to man in the last five minutes for Ballyhale Shamrocks every ball has come into him he's caught it he's either created a free or he put it over the bar he's playing really really well he's gone in full forward now on Dear McCody it's beautiful in downtown Kilkenny the Marble City locals call it town what's that Breen Kerwin is listening to us in Bali hope you're enjoying the sunshine Breen as the shot comes in from Ross Whelan so good afternoon Bali and good afternoon to everybody listening across the world on the KCLR app this afternoon as James Stevens come forward this is to be a score Keane Kenny ooh, met with a ferocious shoulder by Dara Mason it's fair play to the Shamrocks no legal calities there Dara Mason met a square on shoulder to shoulder the ball has been cleared by Paddy Mullen he won't score from there but he scored a few minutes ago big ball to OTJ comes out hovers again Waylaid with the shoulder stays on his feet the shoulder again from Derrick McCordy ball of feet goal chance oh unbelievable stuff there's someone going to be in trouble here a hurley went flying but Adrian Mullen has absolutely taken the net out of it and if you're down around town you might find a bit of that he absolutely blasted what a move but what a take from TJ Reid Taggy Fogarty and what a finish from Adrian Mullen there's a village man in trouble because there was a hurl thrown here there's a village man in trouble the referee will have a word of them 1-10 to 6 they've turned the game on its head in a matter of seconds yeah uh, it was absolutely sublime by TJ he soared through the air I said like uh, it was uh, like Michael Jordan coming through it caught it but had the vision then took a shoulder had the vision to see Mullen drifted in behind and, and, and a pitch perfect pass to him and buries the back of the net he took that, one hell of a shoulder oh, from he took a big shot after a great great catch Great, great play. Here come James Stevens. It's 1-10 to Shamrocks. That's 13 points to six. It's a seven-point lead to the Shamrocks. And we are just into the end of that at a time. There's a free coming here. I'm not quite sure which way the match referee has pointed this one, Patrick O'Reilly. But it's a free inside the 45. There's a change of a stick for... Connor Walsh I think he's just swapped his hurl there it's a free and tone Guilfoyle crucial even though they're down by 7 points he put it down to, to 6 but uh, uh, Sham- Shamrock's finished the first half very strongly uh, very strongly yeah that's a, that's a sucker blow from uh, from the village because in fairness the village fought their way back into the game point for point for point and got back to a certain point but just in a matter of 3-4 minutes they've gone 4 or 5 points ahead again and Owen Guilfoyle sticks that one in over the bar the referee blows the half time whistle Patrick O'Reilly the scoreboard reads 1-10 to the Shamrock 7 points to James Stevens, Aidan Taggy Fogarty sum up that first half and then we'll have the analysis after the break from Eddie uh, Scally, Adrian Ronan and Mark Dowling Yeah I, do, I feel the cut and trust of the, of the first half just wasn't there for Championship Hurling I think um, Village came out of the blocks uh, Keith Henry got the first score of the match but for the next 15 minutes I think Ballyhead Shamrocks uh, dominated the game you know the half hard line of Adrian Mullen, TJ and Owen Cody uh, were sublime in that period and then in fairness to the village they got a few frees, they tacked on a, a few scores and brought it back to just just a level game or a point behind and then that man TJ Reid again 
just sublime in the last five minutes he caught that ball and, and the goal really spurred on Ballyhale Shamrocks and it's a 1-10 to 7 point game but for me I think Ballyhale are playing within themselves they're doing enough they're keeping the village at arm's length the village are trying their best uh, up front you know but they're lacking scores if you look at the, the scoring rate of Ballyhale Shamrocks uh, four, five of their six forwards have played a half back in the midfield if you look at the scoring rate of um, the village a point the full forward line in fairness they've all scored only a five uh, from freeze and only one from out the field so the score it looks a little bit easier for Ballyhale Shamrocks and the village really have to fight hard to get their scores OK and before we do let them in and my final words yet, we looked at a legend of Irish sport last night Johnny Sexton finish just looking at Reid the way he catches that ball he scored in there I know it's only half time here and he's a few years still to go probably will we ever see his likes again? Uh, he's sublime uh, look I, I don't think so the man has done it uh, umpteen times for his club and every level for his county and he's done it when I suppose teams weren't playing well around him but that man stood up you know that's the sign of a great player and he's after dragging like I won't say dragging Ballyhale but Ballyhale went out for 10 minutes and he's after dragging him back into it well, just, just by one or two catches well the proof is on the scoreboard that's it and Taggy Fogarty I'm Brendan Hennessy it's half time here in UPMC Nolan Park with well, thanks to Jerry Cohn for Drilling Limited it's Shamrocks Ballyhale one ten. it's GM Stephen 7 points we'll be back with half time analysis with the lads after the break KCLR Live Sport The St. Callis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Semi-Final James Stevens versus Ballyhell Shamrocks With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited Well Drilling Services Piltown Halftime Analysis on KCLR With thanks to Hidden Hearing Our only field of expertise for over 20 years When you're ready to talk to us Call 056-7763-941 Hidden Hearing Number 1 James Street Kilkenny and at halftime here in the St. Canada's Credit Union Senior Hurling semi-final it's Shamrocks Ballyhale one goal and ten points James Stevens, the village seven points there's no point in dressing it up lads that's pretty abysmal first half of Hurling yeah look uh, it was poor alright you'd hope it improves in the second half I, you know funnily enough I'd say the village actually will be pleased enough to go in only six points down they could have went in a lot more on Corey Rinning and goal a couple of times um, and, and was looking not to come unlucky not to come away with a goal but really it's the top half for me are, are struggling for, for the village they've, they haven't really punched any holes in, in, in Ballyhill aside from Keane Kenny who, who in fairness any time he gets on the ball he's trying to make something happen he's won a few frees uh, Uncle Fyla scored four frees and, and they've got two other scorers in the forwards Keane being one of them and Ross Whelan and other than that they got a, a point from a long range free from Lyle Brazel so look really uh, tame enough from the, from the village they'll be, they'll be disappointed with the performance but I, I would imagine you know uh, they, they'd be happy to be still in the game and they are still in it but things are going to have to change hugely for them if they're going to make any run at trying to win it Ronnie just in that first half about because there was the one piece of class in the game that really did stand out but just before it happened you pointed over to me and you said look at Adrian Mullen in there in the full back line back defending and 45 seconds later we're watching TJ Reid make an unmerciful catch and Adrian Mullen at the other end of the field burying it into the back of the net you know sum it up for me yeah, again, Mark is right. The game is is, is poor. Um, there seems to be an expectation out of the public that they just came here to see the Shamrocks perform because even the public haven't got into the game. But you're you're back to the Shamrocks. It looks like they're in second gear. It looks like they're just up the ante when they have to. It's a dangerous game to play. I think if they had to play Benis Bridge or Lachlan's came out that attitude, they'd be in big trouble. They're just very fortunate that they've, they're playing. I'm not saying a poor village team, but a village team that's not probably believing in themselves, which is a the interesting it looks like maybe the village have believed in the bookies we go back to that one that they might just seem 
do we really have a chance and it looks like we're just happy to be here happy to perform but you can't underestimate the class of TJ for sure but then for any young lad watching or listening like Adrian Munnan to win that ball in his own full back lane cross the ball back to uh, Dean Mason and as you said 45 seconds he's up on the 21 on the end of that brilliant pass from TJ but like you go through the Shamrocks team we say this so often so many times and it's, it's a little bit unfair to the Shamrocks but like what happens the day TJ doesn't perform like you go back on the Shamrocks ordinary days it's TJ 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 and today when some people a lot of people are going through the motions he's just bringing that class into every ball that he wins or tries to win and it's a pity it's for a county semi-final you'd love to see a game developing and a bit of fire but I don't know is that going to happen in the second half I don't think so just, just taking on Ronnie's point Mark like there's no bite in the game it, to me if, if, if there was a video and I handed it to you it, it, and said this was a pre-season friendly that they played in Nolan Park that's the physics to me there's nothing there's no big hit to, you know like is it a case of the village now are nearly looking down the barrel of the gun and saying look it's 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 we're gone out of this championship or do you think they can come back out well, and fly into this well I think it, that depends very much on their own attitude and what they're going to do in the, in the second half and how they're going to attack it there is no edge in the game at all it's very tame and limp uh, look to be fair to, to Ballyhale Ronnie I think I think you know they're probably just they're keeping their head above water they're doing enough uh, they're well used to being able to do that they're not put, being put under any pressure uh, you know if, if I think you're right if they, if, if maybe um, the other two semi-finalists uh, were in action right now that you know it would be a different type of game the village really haven't brought brought themselves to this match at all yet uh, but you know what uh, just just a couple of points Owen Gilfoyle could have got in for a goal tight the wire KCLR Live Sport the St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship semi-final James Stevens versus Ballyhill Shamrocks with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited Well Drilling Services Piltown Yeah, thank you very much. Welcome back to UPMC Nolan Park for our second half here of the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Semi-Final. Shamrocks Ballyhale leading at half-time, 110 to James Stevens, seven points, and thanks to Eddie Scally and Mark Dowling and Adrian Ronan for their half-time analysis. We'd hear from full-time analysis from the three lads as Shamrocks defend this in the second half. Dara Corcoran, the full-back driving it downfield and uh, taking Taggy there in a moment Jam Stevens tidied up to Shane Donahue the number two plenty of speed he has good cornerback Shane nice delivery as well down to Willie Spencer fine big man in the middle of the field has a good direct ball now there's a man in space here because of the Valley Hill man after slipping to have a chance of a score and it's going to be a score it was Andy Parsons but in fairness apart from the man slipping he still made the yardage he got into the right place it was lovely direct hurling from Jam Stevens one ten to the Shamrocks eight points to Jam Stevens first score in the second half Taggy goes to the village yeah no perfect uh, score for Andy Parsons and they needed that the village needed a good start now to the second half not to let Ballyhale just uh, tick away points and get a big lead they need to come at him all guns blazing and we've got a good score here comes Adrian Mullen 1-2 in the first half for Adrian the captain he led by example in that first half downfield towards Nile Short he had a good first half as well ball is outside the 20 metre line racing onto it again down towards the O'Loughlin's end is young Nile Shortle plays it back outside the 20 metre oh it's a great ball in field here's a chance Connor Walsh Connor Walsh plays a back return ball oh it's a good stop it's it's a very, very good stop for James Stevens. Ball's near the end line. They've really kept themselves in the game on this occasion. And it's going to be clear 
Boynile Brazil at centre back he's a great strong centre back he's got a great centre of gravity this man he's a fine hurler and he drills it drills it downfield and uh, again that could be a huge turning point but there's a great take by Dara Corcoran and he wins the free from his own 65 but uh, I think it was a costing and got the last man to stop that Gavin Kotskin yeah brilliant. I, I, I think he's another, having a great game another brilliant save now a brilliant save and that would have been like I won't say a nail in the coffin but that would have been a, a big blow to the village Conor Walsh got in a brilliant save he was point back range Costin got out just got the hurl to it and a brilliant brilliant save um, but just and the ball was down the field then but for Derek Corker caught that ball again he's having an immense game OK, and in relation to our detail, men's were a man of the match. You know, this fella always features there, thereabouts, that's going to take the free yeah. TGRE, three points in the first half. There has been a few players from either side that haven't pressed you, Taggy, but it's early days yet for people. Uh, they will be texting in and having a go and picking their own fancied player and the whole up. There's a few on the leaderboard anyway. Ah, definitely from Pally Hale point of view. You know, if Derek Arkham, Richie Reid, uh, TJ Reid, Adrian Mullen, one, two. So, like, you know, they're playing very well big ball downfield from TJ drop short Colin Finley thought he was onto it it's going to be cleared by James Stevens. but back come Shamrock's Bally Hale moving the ball in across the half forward line it's intercepted by the village now can they come back downfield and get something 110 to the Shamrocks 8 points to James Stevens at half time it was 110 Shamrocks to 7 so the village just with one score in the second half here to come forward this is Keane Kenny he got the opening score of this game has he got their opening score of the second game and the second score of the second half no he drops it short and Dean Mason gathers it under the crossbar plays it short to Richie Reid Richie Reid plays it short to Paddy Mullen he scored in the first half too he's inside his own 45 he turns he strikes it on the same side he keeps it down towards TJ good interception from Niall Brazel good old jewel there but the pace of the ball bounces off the boss of Brazel stick it's out for line ball for the Shamrocks and TJ is going to have a crack at this he throws away the sideline flag places it outside the 45 this is not beyond him Taggy this no, is quite he, within his range he's done, it, he's done it in actually the Dixborough match there he put one over the bar as well so he's he's well capable of putting that sideline balls over the bar but you have to be about man in the match from a James Speed Stephen's point of view Niall Brazel playing very well Luke Scott in the middle of the field and Keane Kenny's on a lot of as well so to be fair they're putting the, the fight to Ballyhale Shamrocks there's TJ with the sideline cut oh, oh. this man is, that, that is unbelievable stuff very few fellas can do it but everyone in UPMC Nolan Park shows their appreciation who for in my opinion the best I've ever seen uh, just a what a striker of the ball you know and you, you nearly expect him to do it like that's how much the, the expectation of TJ is like it's just a phenomenal score a phenomenal score Aidan Taggy Fogarty on analysis with us in this second St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Semi-Final. Brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited. Well drilling services for residential, commercial and agriculture clients. Here come the Shamrocks again. Back downfield it comes. Niall Shortle, he's been lively this afternoon. Was he pushed in the back there? Referee says no, the, the ball is there. I'll come back to Taggy on that one. Willie Spencer comes across, gets it. It wasn't Willie this time, it was Ross Whelan in the middle of the park there another little bit of rook for possession in fairness to Ross Whelan he did really well he's held there looked like he was held a little bit high but Shamrocks have it referee is letting it continue Patrick O'Reilly see nothing on toward there Shamrocks just playing nice control hurling nice hand pass TJ Reid in space on his own 65 he gets great distance and travel out of ball ah this man he's just unbelievable absolutely just gather that he's on his own 65 he's 2 metres from the sideline he has a look at the post a slow backswing a beautiful follow through and a class finish 112 to 8 points Reid is on fire
player five minutes playing in the second half he's on fire yeah top top class on Ballyhale you know and, but where is the marking from the, from the village you know it was too easy pass 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 and TJ all on his own strike it over to Barry can't leave him on his own well here's the ball downfield for James Stevens on in possession trying to get onto it Owen Gilfoyle four frees for Owen in that first half everyone fighting again tooth and nail for that ball outside the 45 referee opens up the hands and the ball is loose we'll continue on playing and everyone is involved and that looks like someone's pushed out over the line there now if that's on the line ball it's definitely a free taggy yeah no it's definitely a free alright yeah so it's, it depends if it's over the line can't really see now we're from far side of the pitch well, there's someone going the to receive a bit of attention there's yeah, a village man, man down, down over there looks like King Kenny they do not want him down yeah he's up anyway he's on the knees he's up he's probably a little bit winded or whatever referee is um, having a word with one of the Ballyhill players now there's somebody over there I'm not quite sure but it looks like he's uh, explaining to Adrian Mullen the captain yeah. what the stories are and Keane Kenny is well entitled to his time if he's injured to get a little bit of repair work done uh, I think it's a hand injury I think isn't and it? he's carrying a knock already Keane Kenny his hand his finger broken as well so he could be embodies the helmet off there so I'm not too sure OK Taggy we were here yesterday just when we have that we had the junior semi-finals yesterday Dixborough, Tuller, Ross, Birkin, St. Lactons and Wayne Gap that final next week yeah no definitely it's going to be a good final uh, St. Lactons uh, were um, uh, winners yesterday but I felt that there was a lot more in them and uh, Tuller, Ross, Birkin had a brilliant performance so one's coming in probably with a bit of improvement and Tuller are flying, flying strong so it'll and be one of a great intermediate final as well Moon, Kine and Thomas Town yeah. separate occasions by the way separate yeah and probably unexpected I suppose it's the only thought to be in the final and, and Moon, Kine but, and caught them up kind very good team to be fair to and as uh, we say that the free was given on the far side and not a line ball it's been struck by Owen Gilfoyle but it's gone to the left hand side and wide for James Stevens. it remains 1-12 to the Shamrocks 8 points to James Stevens. 7 minutes played in the second half at half time Shamrocks led by 1-10 to 7 they now lead by 1-12 to 8 here come James Stevens coming forward Richie Reid another man that's done well TJ has it in the middle of the park TJ with the hand pass backwards towards his full back down to Corcoran Corcoran plays it out to Adrian Mullen Mullen gets it uh, Owen Cody I should say Owen Cody plays it down towards Owen Keneally Owen Keneally turns back and field he options behind but he's going to let fly himself from outside the 45 he sticks it in and over the bar and that's the confidence that the Shamrocks have every opportunity he had two men calling for behind him he says yeah. no I'm going to have a go here 113 to 8 absolutely yeah, but it's the quality of the passing Corkin gave that 40 yard pass straight to Cody's hand Cody found him had a little hand pass and over the bar by Keneally will he take the scores certainly so Owen Keneally with the score two for him in this game all the forwards bar Colin Fenley on the score sheet here come Shamrocks from distance again this is Adrian Mullen this is a massive strike uh, it's just gone to the left and wide but it was watched all the way by Gavin Costigan in a game that's been brought to you by Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited well drilling services for residential commercial and agriculture clients here comes Shamrocks TJ Reid you can put the icing on the cake here early Reid oh, oh my word he's just seen the key move to his right hand side he picked his spot he hit it along the ground you can call it a daisy cutter or a worm basher but it's a goal from TJ Reid and I'll tell you one thing Taggy I say Mrs Murphy and the likes are texting in man of the match now he's certainly up there well, 2.13 <laughs> to 8 points uh, what you call it a worm, a worm, <laughs> a worm basher <laughs> here come the village that's a great interception from the fullback Dara Corcoran Very well. he did really really well Keane Kenny is in possession can Keane turn the game across the face of the goal Mason gets a touch on it and in comes look who's there Adrian Mullen back at right corner back wins that ball he's bundles of pace as well he had a serious injury to his finger earlier in the year he's one of the best in the country as well young player of the year 
not so long ago knocks it back to TJ Reid oh look at this for play distribution fantastic Evan Shefflin normally pops up for one or two sticks this one to the left and wide did everything right bar the finish but it's lovely hurling from the Shamrocks ah it's exceptional they're in a different level different gear altogether but it's coming from and you might say it's cliche from all the work rate AJ Mullins pulled right back even the goal by TJ they overturned the, the village defence and TJ got into it and put over the bar and here he is again orchestrating Richie the ball. to TJ downfield to Liam Barnes scored in the first half good challenge or was it from Dermot Cody referee wasn't happy with it Dermot's been penalised it's going to be a free into the Shamrocks and they are now causing problems there's a change I think at the media area in the back of Ardon Bernock thank you no, it was just an important announcement for somebody to meet at the area behind Ardon Brannock. It's uh, 2 13 to 8 points. That was Mary, the PRO from Pilltown, and doing a fine job as PRO of Kenny County Board. Taggy, 2 13 to 8 points. That's a big lead t- for the Shamrocks to have. Uh, 40 minutes, 20 minutes remaining. What's going through James Stevens' heads at this moment in yeah, time? Yeah, look, I think there's definitely a, a bit of doubt setting into their heads. There's a sense of inev- inevitability around the stand that it's just a foregone conclusion by uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks, and they can't say at and but because 2 14 to 8 points, you know, 40 minutes gone in the match. It doesn't look good from the village so far. 2 13, a total of 19 points for the Shamrocks. Rocks, eight points to James Stevens. 20 minutes remaining here. That's got to be big from James Stevens in the next few minutes. That was big from uh, Willie Spencer. They're going to get a free in. Niall Brazel is coming forward to take this. He scored earlier on in the game at half time. It was 110 to the Shamrocks, seven points to James Stevens. O'Loughlin Gales are already into the St. Canis' Credit Union senior hurling final. They defeated a gallant Bennett Bridge team this afternoon on a scoreline of three goals and 16 points to 22 points. Here is Niall Brazel with the free he's midway between the 45 and 65 13 metres in from the sideline all stand side hitting it towards Kilkenny City strikes it well it's climbing it's climbing and it stays inside the post and Brazel gets his second of the afternoon here in the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Final brought to you semi-final rather brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited don't forget your detail menswear man of the match 083 306 9696 text your name followed by the name of the player you feel has been the best as you listen to KSLR 96 FM this afternoon team number 21 Stephen Minogue replaces number 13 Ross Whelan so Ross Whelan has been replaced by Stephen Minogue on the James Stevens team and Stephen Minogue is in so there's a change there and in the meantime we have another score for James Stevens at the far end uh, Taggy I was writing down the change I was writing down the change myself but I'm nearly sure it was sure Keen Kenny got that he's, he's out in midfield there now but I'm nearly sure it was Keen Kenny who got it well the change has been made e- Ethan Butler number 28 is on from the village as well Nathan is in as well wearing number 28 well spotted Taggy we didn't a- hear that one announced Andy Parsons is off Andy Parsons is the man that's uh on there Ross Whelan has gone both of them had scored but it's supposed to have to change around things Ah look they do they have to search for something now because uh, they need to kind of go at Ballyhale Shamrocks here Here's Tygo Dwyer he's going at them sends it across towards Luke Scanlon this man can turn a game he's a great ratio on scores I said earlier on his team number 28 Ethan Butler replaces number 15 Owen Guilfoyle so Ethan Butler is in on the James Stevens team See, Uncle Foyle has actually gone off and he's their free taker Uncle Foyle is the man that's gone there so 28 for 15 I mean why Luke Scanlon stuck that one in and over the bar 11 points now James Stevens have but 2.13 to the Shamrocks it's an 8 point lead for the Shamrocks 43 minutes played here's Richie Reid big big ball down to the half forward line that's a great great take Mullen 
knocking it back outfield Adrian towards Connor Walsh Connor Walsh again playing the ball in reverse back to Paddy Mullen he left the confidence to go from 70 metres out the field and Paddy Mullen nails his second long range strike and I tell you that's something they've been working on in Shamrock Park for the last few weeks yeah no definitely a great score and is that, that composure again Adrian Mullen two around him but just flick left flick right had a look up and out to the free man Great take by the half-back again, Paddy Mullen. He's having some game. Knocks it back to Richie Reid. Richie again with a long, high-dropping ball. Good interception, though. Luke Murphy did well, the full-back, but look who wins it back. Look who wins it back. Niall Short will flick the back inside. The village defended it well. Credit where credit is due, and Niall Brazel just rises it and strikes it back downfield. Oh, that's well taken on the far side. He's having some game, Paddy Mullen, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely brilliant there, playing wing-back. Absolutely fantastic game. He's winning every ball. He's got two points from play as well. And now it's with Liam Byrne. He's confident. He'll go from distance. Saddies fellas are unreal Liam Barron drives it down and the six it in over the bar it looks like there's only going to be one winner here Taggy and I don't want to write off James Stevens, no. but it's uh, Shamrocks who are pushing on 215 to 11 points that's a 10 point lead here in UPMC in Allen Park with 16 minutes to go yeah well look Ballyhead Shamrocks has scored 1-5 in the second half and uh, look 3 points from James Stevens. that tells the story in itself and here comes the ball again on field for Shamrocks is going to be a free out referee not happy with Colin Fenley there Colin is the only one who hasn't scored but, uh, only I, think one hasn't he, scored, but I think he will yeah <laughs> he probably will but look as I said Colin's probably calling in a knock into this game I know, and the further it goes on and if Ballyhale tack on a few more scores I'd only be taking him off and minding him because he is carrying a knock he, he was bat- limping badly coming off the last day but Colin in fairness he, he, he could score 1-3 in a game but he could create about 5 or 6 points around him as well yeah, certainly you know. good he was abroad wasn't he he was yeah, he's in, in the Dubai. Mid- Middle East yeah, more, in Dubai yeah, yeah. You know, Corkman discovered that country. You know, Columbus discovered America. Corkman discovered that area. They learn something new every day, Brendan. Yeah, he was on a boat and he spotted and he just said, Dubai. So that's <laughs> a 2.15 to 11, 45 minutes gone. Here comes the full back of the Shamrocks, Derek Corcoran. Ball is out on that far side. It's going to be a sideline ball for James Stevens, but it is 2.15 to the... There's a bit of confusion over the line ball now on the far side. 2.15 to the Shamrocks. 11 points to James Stevens. And the Shamrocks lads are not giving up the ghost here. They're having a little bit of a go at the lines, man, and yeah. saying that it should be their ball. And that just goes to show you the competitiveness of those lads. They're leading by 2.15, which is 21 points to 11. It's a 10-point lead. And not happy. But anyway... That's competitive nature. That's the competitive I nature. I feel Bally Hale, they're, they're playing for 5-10 minutes. They're tacking on maybe 1-4, one, 1-5, one, and then they take their foot off the gas. And the village come at them again. That's the, the type of game it is. There's a sideline ball that shoots out over the heads of everybody. Keen Kenny can turn it around. Has it? Oh, he's caught high. Has to be a free, and there was an advantage coming there. There's going to be no advantage. He gets the free from inside. He wins the free inside the 13-metre line, and it's going to be down as a high challenge but I don't think there was really malice in it no there wasn't much malice and King Kenny is well able to win them frees it's an art in itself to try to win it but who was who gave away the free I know he gave it away but who was there when he owned Cody you know that's the half forward back there and Adrian Mullen has been back there and TJ has been back there that's the work rate and that's the consistency they have and here's the free from the man wearing number 21 for the village Stephen Manogue Stephen just breaks the broad and stance puts the stick parallel to the ground strikes it in Accomplished free taker. The white flag is raised. So, uh, he's got one. Stevens on the score sheet wearing 21. But uh, the crowd gone a little bit yeah, quiet at the moment. Subdued. It's a little bit one-sided. 2.15 to the Shamrocks. 12 points to James Stevens. 47 minutes played here. 13 remaining in our second semi-final. Lachlan's are already there. Shamrocks, Ballyhale. 
have one leg in the final but James Stevens, as Taggy said will die with their boots on here comes Sean Minogue through the middle with Richie Reid has mopped up a lot of ball in particular in the opening half he did really really well in the opening quarter of this game he was central to a lot of stuff to done here comes Niall Shortley been impressed with this fella today as well into Colin Finley we said he'd score we said he'd score and he has got a three pointer Colin Finley he's come through there like the train from Plunkett Station heading through Mullinavat that's how fast he went when the ball came in he stuck it in the back of the net and it's one way traffic now 3.15 to the Shamrocks 12 points to James Stevens. mission accomplished Finley said someone is after texting him send them lads on the radio said you didn't score yeah, he has could, now there could be a bet down the pub today who didn't score but Fenley absolutely buried it but that was made by Owen Kennedy a deft touch just took it down into his hand and buried it back in there Colin Fenley look at his first strike Reed from the middle of the park oh that's wide and then you said something else which you didn't say on the radio 3.15 to the Shamrocks 12 points to James Stevens 24 points to 12 it's a 12 point lead with 12 minutes remaining it's all about the 12s Owen Cody Where's 12 for the Shamrocks he's not in possession at the moment but the referee says there's been a pull from behind it's a free for Shamrocks and uh, Patrick O'Reilly indicates that gives the hand signal another change coming on the James Stevens team Sean Minogue is going off so 10 it looks like Sean Minogue is uh, yeah, Sean going Minogue. off the man coming in is around 22 Liam Rafter we get confirmation of that in a moment so that's his, uh, what substitution is, uh, on the James Stevens team number 22 Liam Rafter replaces number 10 Sean Minogue and in the meantime Shamrocks come forward another high dropping ball and, uh, Dermot Cody dealt with it well gets it to Willie Spencer Willie Spencer switches it to the far side that's Keen Kenny back in the right half back position his diagonal ball downfield is uh, going to be a free and I think the referee I think is going to penalise Killian Corcoran here I think he played the player yeah it was Ethan Butter was out in front yeah he played him before he got the ball wasn't yeah. a lot in it but it was a free it was good vision by the referee yeah good vision yeah but uh, 3.15 uh, Taggy it's a big score and uh, when you look at what Lachlan scored in the first half they won the match scoring 3.16 yeah. uh, to 22 points and it's a similar situation because uh, the bridge didn't score any goals and James Stevens haven't scored any goals and Lachlan's have got three here or uh, Shamrock's have got three here and O'Loughlin's got three in the first match so it's a similar kind of a situation uh, definitely similar but th- definitely the, the first game there was more that just com- sums it up that's a bad yeah, wide that's a bad wide but there's more competitive than the first game this game like, the, the, the intensity is not there it's, like you know there's 10 minutes to go uh, 12 points in it Ballyhale are playing well within themselves they're just keeping them at arm's length they certainly are and Walsh has enjoying the game on Wexford 3.15 to Shamrocks 12 points to James Stevens. 10 minutes remaining here of normal time and Shamrocks will tidy this one up again lovely first touch from Richie Reid he really played at centre back at his ease this afternoon hasn't he yeah that's it and a lot of players did play at the ease but Richie's been just sweeping crossing and crossing there's no one really on him and he sets it all up at that half back line well back there helping out was Owen Keneally there he is Owen Keneally knocks it back as far as Richie Reid Richie Reid with a long ball down towards TJ tried to run on to it and now it's uh, gone favourably in fight oh short lovely ball Colin Fenley he wasn't greedy gets it on Cody Cody back to TJ oh it's a good stop costing it back in feet oh good goalkeeping credit where credit is due the move was brilliant they were putting on a bit of an exhibition the Shamrocks but credit to Gavin Costigan and in fairness Taggy he didn't give up the ghost he no, done really well absolutely different I think Ballyhale overplayed it you know maybe a bit of cockiness uh, creeping in but brilliant save by Gavin Costigan out and deny TJ Reid certainly so and, uh, 
county final is on bank holiday weekend two weeks time and we've lots of hurling to bring you here in Kilkenny junior final next week intermediate final and here comes TJ Reid feds it to Colin Fenley Colin Fenley gets another one there was nothing cocky about that. It was the bomb squad again. Reed to Fenley. Thank you very much. Colin Fenley gets two goals in a St. Canis's Credit Union senior semi-final. You can rest your bottom, bet your bottom dollar now. Shamrocks are on the way to another county final and they have an injury yeah. which is concerning. 4.15 to the Shamrocks. 12 points to James Stevens. It's going to be a Shamrocks or Lachlan Gales county final, Taggy. Yeah, no, absolutely. What a ball. Richie Reed just looking up finding his brother. 50-yard pass. TJ jumps to the sky. Took it down and looked up Colin Fenley on his own and put into the back of the net that is just Ballyhale their best and they're playing exceptionally well here today I know you might say that maybe the village aren't putting it up to him but the likes of the, the Adrian Mullen you know TJ is phenomenal there today Collins after getting two goals out on nothing it's just they're just making it look so easy the passes the pass to hand doesn't drop and you know any O'Loughlin's player they'll probably sit in the sand looking on they will be fearful for that county final if they, if they get into this groove he cannot allow them to get into this groove for this Colin Fenley's have to go on off just to mind him and let's say Owen Reed is after coming on yeah, Owen was the man looked like he was coming in there on the far side so Pat Hoban will be happy I, was having, I had a chat with Pat this morning I met him down in that Fresco, he was getting a few refreshments for himself. Pat Hoban and Niall Lacey, Jimmy Marr, of course, the backroom team there with Robbie Lodge, the physio, and Lisa Donnelly. Reed replaces number 14, Colin Fennelly. So that's confirmed. Owen Reed is in for Colin Fennelly. Here's Adrian Mullen, the captain, driving it downfield. Gets it down as far as Niall Shortle. And Niall gets it back into Liam Barron in the middle of the park. The village won't give up the ghost, they'll battle away, but it's a 4.15 to 12 game at the moment. And it is Shamrocks leading, and when I say that, the village send in another wide. It's gone to the left-hand side and wide. Eight minutes remaining, seven minutes remaining, 4.15. Number 17, Brian Butler replaces number eight, Connor Walsh. So Connor Walsh being replaced by Brian Butler. Connor so, Walsh actually went off injured, Brendan. Yeah, Brian is normally cornerback, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see where he comes when he comes in. Here comes uh, Owen Cody. Oh, I've been impressed with Niall Shortle today as well. Yeah, no, he has been very good. Yeah. Here comes Cody, this fella. Look, he's just getting away from everybody. Cody. Shot comes in. Costigan, the sting was taken out before it got to uh, Gavin Costigan, with the village keeper plays it back out to the 20 metre line and it goes towards the man wearing 17 and he's got uh, big size Brian Butler but Paddy or Adrian Mullen picks up the piece and sends it in now I know the village are going to go home and they're going to be disappointed they got to a semi-final bit of talk about them and they had momentum and going but sensible people in the village will turn around and say you were beaten by a much much better team on the day beaten by a much better team on the day absolutely but I still feel the village didn't turn up today either. Yeah, uh, they, they didn't play to their you know, potential. They didn't play to their potential. I think there's more in them and unfortunately came up against the Ballyhale side who are well clued in. And here come the village looking for consolation scores and that's gone in and over the bar and that's Luke Scanlon. I did say he's got a ratio of in around an average of three or four. He's had a fantastic championship Brilliant. and Luke will be a disappointed man if they bow out here today because uh, he's put in one hell of a shift for them throughout the senior league and the early stages of this championship. Uh, he has, absolutely. He's been like, as, uh, I think Ellie Scally said on his podcast that he's been one of the players of the tournament. You know, he's been fantastic captain the side there today and you know it is a unfortunately just came up against an absolutely superb Ballyhale team but as I said the village haven't played well either so they'll be disappointed they certainly will they've had uh, some good passages but just weren't enough and they were slow to get scores after King Kenny set them on the way early in play at half time to trail by 1-10 to 7 they were still well in it but Shamrocks have come out and they've knocked in goals two from Colin Fenley 
Adrian Mullen he's knocked in another one of their goals and a sideline cut from TJ Reid early in that second half which was sublime and as I say that another score comes in goes over the bar and takes the Shamrocks to 4-17 to 13 points it's enough to win a cricket match five minutes remaining Taggy yeah that's 3-7 after scoring in the in the second half you know just phenomenal you know but it's the goals and how they work them and, and it's their possession rate and this man here TJ Reid orchestrating and everything look at that that's from his own between his 45 and his 65 but the travel he, I know all you lads and you and the team you were on with Kenny and your club and you all get great strikes onto the ball but, but the carry he gets on the ball he just yeah. hits it on the sweet spot every time the time and it just it's like watching the Olympics in slow motion for this discus flying through the air you know he's he's unbelievable that's another one for TJ yeah he's on his own 60 and as you say the strike that's hitting the top of the net that can go further as go, well that had landed in Castle Homer like it said going now he's allowed getting that golf screen because he's on his own there now he's on it again here so the, the village needs to block up on him but there's too many people playing well you know where do you where do you put the blockages on well, I think uh, when I saw Jamie Redknapp watching him with Ray Keane doing that thing they done for the programme and television in England <laughs> he was amazed that how far this man could hit the ball but he'd be amazed if he watched them today and here they go again moving it in quickly and here comes the captain Outside the 20 metre line to go for another goal here. This could be whitewashed and it's, oh my God, they're absolutely blown away. James Stevens own Cody has got a goal this time. It's 5.18 to 13 points. And uh, you said a few minutes ago, Taggy, without any malice and what yeah. you said. The at the back of Ardon, the grass are open for any supporters wishing to leave the grounds by that. Uh, a bit of cockiness earlier on it's just pure class I know it's just, it's just class there's no malice at all in it you know when you're at that yeah. level uh, you look, you look you at the Barcelona the great team you know yeah. they say, but it's not it's just the way they play it's absolutely phenomenal and they look for goals and they will have to get them and why not do it they're unbelievable and they were so lucky to get over the borough in the last round Mickey Welch's team put up one hell of a battle against him and we're so unlucky on the day it's a little bit of a rash challenge there the referee is going to have a word here and the Shamrocks lads are not happy here. Let's hope not none to ward happens here because in fairness to the village man, I don't think I don't think uh, no. Taggart was any malice in that but he did catch him but he did catch I him, wouldn't yeah. like to see anything developing over that. They weren't happy over the challenge. Going to, the referee is going to have a word here but uh, I don't like seeing any of that stuff going on from a KCLR point of view the champions of the Kilkenny Senior Championship this year will play them out Leinster Rangers in Carlow on the 22nd I think it is of November my date could be wrong but that will be the fixture so it will be O'Loughlin Gales or Shamrocks Bally Hale as we peter out here in the last few minutes uh, you can stop texting now for your detailed men's where a man of the match and again a huge thank you to Carolyn High Street Kilkenny Philip and all his team in Palera Market Carlow with our detailed men's where a man of the match over the last few months Hill team number 18 Mark Aylward replaces number 9 Liam Barron so Mark Elward is in for Liam Barron and Liam Barron put in a good shift today as well he scored two so Taggy will announce his uh, detailed men's man of the match as soon as his passage of play stops it's 5.18 to the Shamrocks it's 13 points to James Stevens, and we have two minutes of normal time remaining here Shamrocks have the ball again it's with Owen Keneally scored two points in this game drives it downfield <laughs> he drove it down towards uh, Owen Reid I don't think Owen he was expecting he it he won't take him for that no. <laughs> the man at his age no disrespect to him now but it was a bit of a hospital ball I think uh, but anyway it's gone out over the line or is it on the far side it's kept in play by Paddy Mullen he had a great game for the Shamrocks yeah, too game. Taggy detail men's were a man of the match there was a few fine performances out there I have a fair idea who you're going to say yeah look there was a few fine performances uh, look for unfortunately from a village point of view most of them were on, uh, on the Ballyhale Shamrock side of things Dara Corker for me full back was exceptional uh, very very good game Richard Reid all the way through was excellent as well Adrian Mullen two goals and three points you know can't argue that but for me there's only one man 
we've mentioned him a, a number of times here today uh, TJ Reid he was absolutely phenomenal uh, he's got one two from play he's got three frees a sideline cut you know he orchestrated everything his vision he was able to catch the ball you know fr- from the sky he created so much he was absolutely brilliant. Uh, so my detail man of the match is uh, TJ Reid. So TJ Reid is the detail menswear man of the match here at UPMC Nolan Park. Uh, if your texts, uh, thankfully, thank you to everyone who's uh, texted in this afternoon. We had a massive entry to our detail menswear man of the match and a huge thank you to them. Once again, as James Stevens come forward, look, two minutes of additional time. We're into that additional time in 40 seconds time, but it's not going to be enough for James Stevens. Ballyhale Shamrocks have run away with this one and a score in a 5.19 to 13 you'll hear from Eddie Scally Adrian Ronan and Mark Dowling after the final whistle here in UPMC Nolan Park and Shamrock's heading for the final against the Lachlan Gales Taggy it could be a good one it's in a fortnight's time yeah absolutely yeah there's the, the clash of the jerseys who'll be wearing the white and the, and the green you know so straight away there's a, there's a challenge there but look you'd be hoping to be a better final than, than the match here today Ballyhale uh, Shamus will go in strong favourites uh, but the Lachlan's won't mind that uh, they're coming in probably under, under the cautious mob it uh, but for me for the, with that match we probably have the best backs with the Lock and Gales in the county playing up against the best forwards in Ballyhale Shamrock so it'll be, it should be a good game certainly should we have a few crackers coming up at Kenny over the next few weekends the junior and intermediate county finals coming up as well and in the AIB club championship the football next weekend Mullen Nevada out representing Kenny they play Ballaline in Stradbally uh, next weekend Clonmore represent Carlos St Mullins represent Carlo in the junior Leinster football championship yes St Mullins are in the junior football and Aira Oak will play the uh, least champions in Netwatch Cullen Park and uh, will that be St. Joseph's or Port Leash we'll have to wait and see but all those games are next weekend of course the Camogie final is on Kenny next weekend as well but this is a St. Canis's Credit Union semi-final with thanks to Jerry coming drilling and it's a mistake in the goal a rarity from Gavin Costigan I know a few went past him today but in fairness to him he's right well and I tell you if that was one to win a county final <laughs> oh, he'd have nightmares yeah. that's the worst wide I've seen all day yeah no he would have nightmares now it is that that son is a uh, a watery sun so I'll give him some credit because in fairness to Gavin Koskin he made three brilliant saves here he today. did he certainly did can't take anything from Gavin here come the village they will be bitterly disappointed but to come up against the best in the country and the best team in the country over the last number of years that team is Shamrocks and there's one of the best goalkeepers in the country his name is Dean Mason he knocks that ball downfield towards TJ Reid at half time Shamrocks had 110 on the board James Stevens at 7 points but now with 2 minutes of added time played it's 5.19 to the Shamrocks yes 5.19 it's 14 points to James Stevens here's the full back of James Stevens Luke Murphy plays the ball into the centre of the park it's with Willie Spencer Willie goes for a big big effort Willie drives it downfield but that goes to the right hand side and wide big day big result for Shamrocks Pat Hoban is having a great run with him uh, Taggy he'll be delighted to into the county final we've mentioned that already and uh, great day for Brian Hogan because he's guided all Auckland's in as well and I know Ronnie interviewed Brian earlier on we have Stephen Murphy the man of the match I spoke to Mark Bergen and uh, final whistle goes from our match referee who had a relatively simple job this afternoon Patrick O'Reilly there's only 
been one winner here and that's the Shamrocks 5.19 to 14 you'll hear all that post-match plus post-match from this game later on on KCLR and you'll hear the analysis after the break from Eddie Scally, Adrian Ronan and under 20 Kakenny manager Mark Dowling Taggy it's all over sum it up yeah look all over and look unfortunately uh, the village were well beaten here today a, a bad day for James Stevens uh, for GA club but they came up against an absolutely phenomenal Valley Hale team um, the, the big thing for the, to be disappointed was they never bought the fight to him you know that was the one thing that you expect a village team to do and they just didn't and they weren't look, allowed they weren't, they weren't allowed yeah absolutely and Valley Hales was just ravenous and especially in that first half you know the, the backs were really really on top the half forward line you know working really hard but you have standout players you know standout players like TJ Reid Owen Cordy Adrian Mullen just dominating the game so there was, there was no other outcome only a Valley Hale Shamrocks win here today and Village didn't turn up here at all and it's a big scoreline 519 to 14 points 4-9 in that second half from, from, uh, from Valley Hale Shamrocks and James Stevens only 7 points so I suppose all year long the village have been going okay but they're a small bit found out today I thought Brendan you know and I know they come up against a calibre team of, of Ballyhead Shamrocks but you know I don't think the village would have either beaten Bennis Bridge or Lockins there today either OK that's Taggy Foley pleasure to work with you today Taggy I know the lads will do the analysis I always said I'd love to be able to hurl like you but I'd certainly love to be able to no. dance like you as well <laughs> anyway Eddie Scally and the lads will take up the analysis of that game after this break thank you to uh, Detail Men's who are man of the match and also to our match sponsor this afternoon Jerry Comerford drilling the final score here in UPMC Nolan Park Shamrocks Bally Hale 5 goals and 19 points James Stevens, 14 from Brendan and Taggy we'll hand back to the studio and then Robbie will be back with Eddie Scally and the lads for all the analysis thanks for listening KCLR Live Sport the St. Callis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship semi-final James Stevens versus Bally Hale Shamrocks with thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited Well Drilling Services Piltown Anen Rudatar Rogod, not the Vetok Rudi Bilga Kuraska de Viarhonja. Esay. Diakrati Kudlta. Sha. No Maviam Fui Vrugoni. Sha. No Imniok Gaminic. Tobuintaku illegal de Viarhonja. Came doia willa isagot de show a leg. Ah, brat neam in a year fain Fui Maris old it. Imni, Bruchasta, Ishlebri, Gunnavehanan Kulla, Winning Chicho illegal de Viarhonta. Dane on Kangal, Akasvaikunov, Ekurementalhealth.ie. Oh, I'm an Okna Serfisha's launcher. Great news. New TFI local link route 887 Carlo to New Ross now makes travelling around Carlo Kilkenny Wicklow by bus even easier. Route 887 operates three daily return services, seven days a week, providing peak time services for commuters, improved connectivity to SETU, as well as regional bus services and rail services. For more information, visit locallinkckw.ie. This new route is brought to you as part of the Connecting Ireland Rural Mobility Plan. Station, but it's nothing. I told this girl I was seeing for a while that I'd put shots of her up online. Shots she sent me, so they're mine, really. I only said I'd do it, but the guards are saying that's a crime now. It's not my fault, Mum. I didn't do anything. I, I only said I would. Threatening to share intimate images is a crime with serious consequences. Contact your local guard the station if you need to report it. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. Podcasts on KCLR. Scoreline Extra. Weekly sport interview highlights and bonus content. I look at I'm enjoying it. I'm not overthinking it. I mean, I'm just enjoying the training and we have a really good group there and it's a matter of taking it week on week and, you know, we're not going to change the world or anything but it's it's, uh, it's hurling at the end of the day but we all enjoy it and, yeah, look, there's a good buzz there and we're looking to build on that now and keep it going. 
podcasts on KCLR. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Download and discover today for free. Post-match analysis on KCLR. With thanks to Hidden Hearing, number one James Street, Kilkenny. Serving the local community with personalised hearing care for over 20 years. When you're ready to talk to us at Hidden Hearing, call 56 and you're very welcome back to UPMC Nolan Park where it's full time in the St. Canis's Credit Union Junior or Senior Hurling semi-final I should say between Shamrocks Ballyhale and James Stevens. final score as you would have heard 5 goals and 19 points to Shamrocks Ballyhale 14 points to James Stevens. so we now know who will be facing each other in two weeks time in that Canis's Credit Union Senior Final it'll be O'Loughlin Gales versus the Shamrocks of Ballyhale I'm delighted to be joined again by Mark Dowling and Ronnie to try and make some sense of that um, Lads, first half it was pretty poor fare. Second half, Shamrock's Bally Hill, absolutely rootless. Yeah, completely rootless, Eddie. Uh, look, there was only it was one way traffic there, and uh, look, I'd say the village were looking for the end line, final whistle from early in that second half. It, there was no doubt about the results from very early in it. Like the village needed to come out and, and needed to come out of the second half and make a real uh, go of things, and they didn't. And the bigger players, uh, particularly uh, for Ballyhale, really came to the fore there for for about ten minutes, and the game was over then. And Ronnie, like you were sitting beside me watching that second half there, you know, as preparations go for senior county finals, is that of any benefit to the Shamrocks today? Uh, this game was only benefit for maybe Colin Fenley, and so far as he got another forty minutes into him. Um, you get no pleasure in saying this because because James Stevens have been very good in the league. They were there on merit, but they looked like a team that came and listened to the bookies before the game. Looked like a team were just happy to be here in a final. Believed all the hype that maybe they hadn't the artillery to take on the Shamrocks, and unfortunately today they didn't have the artillery. And tactically, you'd wonder should they? I know it was never going to happen. Should they play it with a sweeper? I know Mark said it's negative to do that. What to do with Richie Reid? But like. In the second half, it was embarrassing for for the village men, you know, to be allowing that, you know, those goals. They were they were so easily got at the end. Now, look, that's probably taken from the Shamrocks. The Shamrocks are an outstanding team. We know that. But is it back to your question? Is it is a good preparation? The preparation they got for the Borough match that was their that was massive. They, I made a point at, at half time. I think if they had to play the bridge, or. Um, O'Loughlin's in a semi-final today they mightn't have had the, the energy you know today it was lovely to get back and get a, a game under your belt after that that was a huge battle against the Borough and to have that energy to, to get that confidence back into the players and if you pick up on the players that you know are back showing a bit of form Niall Shorten is back showing a bit of form he was off a bit of form forgetting the best lads Evan Shefflin's back showing a bit of form Killian Corkin is showing a bit of form Paddy Mullen is showing a bit of form some of them were kind of struggling in some of the last few matches prior to the Borough match so look they've got game time underneath them is a great preparation um, I don't think it'll make any difference the only people smiling now are probably O'Loughlin's because they're gone home and everyone's writing them off possibly and I don't think that's I give O'Loughlin's a great chance I'm a huge admirer of the Shamrocks but I think there's a great edge to the O'Loughlin's and I'm sure we'll preview that later but based on what I've seen today disappointed you feel sorry for the village feel sorry for the players they put a massive effort in all year and didn't want to perform and give a performance like that in front of a crowd and, and, and unfortunately they didn't turn up on the day and they believed as I said the bookies possibly Mark just the game itself obviously it it, it, it it kind of drifted away from James Stevens. but the one player the standout player on that field today got man of the match heard it being announced but 
it was never in doubt that he was the man of the match because he was that far above everybody else. TJ Reid, like, how can you sum up the, the, the consistent level of performance this man brings? You can't. <laughs> you can't. And I'm not going to try to. Uh, he's out of the ordinary. And uh, his consistency over the years is incredible. To, he's at that same level right now as he was a number of years ago. And, uh, yeah, look, he's, he's incredible. Uh, but but I, I do feel uh, TJ was outstanding. But but I do feel Adrian Mullen has just been incredible this, this championship. Uh, I thought he was fantastic against the Borough. Uh, I said earlier he covered every blade of grass that day. He did the exact same again today. He was. You mentioned it, I think, Ronnie, you mentioned it at halftime. He was in corner back. He was up finishing the goal then inside the 21. And he, he continued to do that right up to the last minute. He, he actually made the challenge for the very last ball before the whistle was blown. He His engine is, is phenomenal. He's up and down the field. I think he's driving this team, if, if I'm being quite honest. And I think TJ is... is happy to let him do it and he, he's doing his thing obviously and, and a few others with him but I think oh, I think Adrian Mullen is driving this team and just for O'Loughlin Gales I couldn't I couldn't dispute that statement at all but just like for O'Loughlin Gales we spoke about it before the match Owen Cody TJ Reid Adrian Mullen what they bring to the table but like the three of them again today like Owen Cody you know I think he only contributed says I only contributed I think he got a goal and a point today and like but it's 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 what he does aside from that. He's he's on everything. He work his work rate. His just his attitude is just phenomenal. Yeah, look, they're deadly dangerous. And I mean, like the thing is, you can tie down Owen Cody, and then TJ or Adrian will pop up. You can tie down Adrian, TJ will pop up or Owen Cody. You know, so you, there's just there seems to be a lot of um, fires to put out the whole time with them when they're in that form. But look, I, I know Taggy definitely mentioned it during the commentary. O'Loughlin's have the backs to go toe-to-toe with the Shamrocks forwards. There's no doubt about that. It's going to be a, fasc- a fascinating con- uh, contest from that point of view. Uh, and I think, look, you know, O'Loughlin's will get their matchups, uh, you know, and they'll, they'll, they'll hope to get them right. But they definitely will look at tying down um, those three those three forwards. I felt they got a lot of room today. Uh, and 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 maybe the, the village, just maybe just the way the game was going, they lost their structure a little bit at the back, uh, particularly in the second half. But that can happen when, when things are, are, are going that way for you, you know. But uh, I just felt there was a lot of space for the, the Shamrocks forwards. Uh, and I'd say, you know, that'll be very different the next day. And before we touch on, 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 on James Stevens, and I do want to, and before we start looking ahead to two weeks' times county final, Ronnie, I said to you before the game, we were watching the warm up. Colin was warming up on his own. I'd said to you he's one of my favourite players. I, I hated to see the fact of warm up on his own because obviously he wasn't going to be able to do the intense warm up. The rest of the lads were being put through. That was the logical reason for it. But then, with what, 10, 15 minutes into the second half of the game, he just pops up and buries two goals, um, just doing Colin Fenley things, I suppose. Yeah, look, again. I suppose it's fair. It's unfair to analyse this, this match because, as I said, I don't think the village really turned up. And I, unfortunately, I know we have to get to preview in the final. And the less I think talking about this match, the better be for the village sake. Because I don't think the Shamrocks have gained anything by it. I said because there's everyone going to be talking up a Lachlan's, but like it was men again boys today and you know I feel sorry for all the other clubs that you know we were beaten comprehensively by the village where does that leave the likes of Greg Valley Cannon where does it leave, leave all the other teams like who else would have done turned up today is it, is it that the Shamrocks are that far ahead of the rest of us or are the rest of us just living in fear of the Shamrocks or did they just put on the burners in county final day because, or semi final day because they seem to have upped the gears from the league final they have the, all the boys back so like we're all talking up the Kilkenny Hurling Championship but what was the league then for? Because I'm now going home really confused as regards 
we'll say our club's performance and other clubs' performance because we're all giving ourselves f- some sort of false hope. But yet, to be fair, Max beside me, the Borough have been the only team, and they were the only team in the during the league that seemed to have something on the on the Shamrocks this year, and maybe Tullerone. But like, what's the rest of us at? You know <coughs> what I mean? Now, the rest of us are. I'm sure there's other teams. So hold on, talk for yourself there. Maybe I am. Should I be speaking for ourselves? But look. I just felt a small bit disappointed for the village. They're a proud hurling club. They're a proud people. Brian Cody, I mean, he's a legend when it comes to mo- uh, training teams. That'll be an embarrassing defeat for Brian Cody, but after all he's done for Kilkenny Hurling. Yeah, look, I, I I can resonate somewhat with with a defeat like that. In twenty two uh in twenty sorry, in twenty twenty we played Shamrocks in a in a final and uh, they did the exact same thing to us what they did to the village today and it's a horrible place to be because you know the game has gone for me but you see have to see out the hour obviously uh, they were in incredible form that day similar to today they just you know they, they, they put on a show really I suppose in relation to scores and how they uh, work scores and work goals and work uh, goal chances when they're like that uh, you know they're, they're very difficult to stop and I think to be fair on the, all the other teams like on the other clubs this is a, an exceptional Shamrocks team I don't think these teams come around too often uh, you know they're going for six in a row that's never that's, I'm right in saying that's never yep. been done before no. so like I mean they are exceptional so I mean judging the rest of everyone else against them you know what what the other clubs are doing it might be a little bit harsh anyway um, and look there's nothing won today and Shamrocks will be the first to say it you know they have yet to go on to the next day and see can they, they win that sixth championship so and uh, look they'll be, they'll be well aware of the task that, that faces them against Lachlan's before we switch on to the Lachlan games and we will cut the analysis on, on this game as well just for James Stevens, is it just a case of you know you put this behind you now counter semi-final defeat go winter well come back and just try and be stronger I, and go again yeah I think so I think I think uh, you know you might be questioning the league or whatever the village had a good league and overall they've had a good year they ended up in a, a semi-final um, you know they, they, they competed in a shield final ended up in a county semi-final came up against a phenomenal team who were seemed seem to me to be hitting form at the right time again and uh, yeah I think you just forget about this today's result the, you know the margin of what you were beaten in I don't think you, 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 you dwell on it I think we should uh, we should ask the Shamrocks not to play in the league really? what should look at I mean the village were 10 points up and they came back and said it was a great game and, I mean look what happened today like that's the, the Shamrocks just turned on for I know that's crazy to think but like it's just they seem to take the league now they're trying to but say I, I think you could you could look at and I've had this argument before you could look at the Wexford structure for the Wexford the way they play the league you have six on each side the same as here but first, second, third and fourth are the four teams that go to the quarterfinals sixth and sixth are playing each other in a relegation final and fifth and fifth are gone then you have to take the championship. You have to take the league championship series. You can't be going hanging around. And I just think yeah. there's, there's too many outs. No yeah. one's now. Now look, I only said that flippantly. The Shamrocks would be, Shamrock be very disappointed. Me probably saying that because they are trained. But look, if you just go on the league, look, we're talking. You yeah, but the point is, the league doesn't actually relegate anybody, or it doesn't. Yeah. It puts you into a relegation semi final. Doesn't put you out of the championship though. Yeah, but Shamrock, we're talking about the best team of all time. There's yes, no doubt about yeah, it. And to be so fair, Ronnie, just on, the, on that, like Shamrocks were without a lot of players during the league. Yeah. You know, it's not that they don't take the league seriously. They were, they, they're coming off the back of an All Ireland win, which uh, you know they've had an awful long season. They're not going back training as early as the others uh, for obvious reasons. You have to take all those things into, into uh, consideration. You know, their wheel is starting to turn a little bit behind the rest of them. Uh, they, they gathered players back. Some of them came back from travelling all, and bit by bit, and Colin is still travelling over and back you know they really only got together maybe not by design mm. for the championship and I think you know that that's playing a part in it you know yeah without a doubt but as you said we are playing the best um, 
team of all time were involved with the best and witnessed the best of team of all time but it just you'd wonder about the league performance when you see what the village did three weeks ago and now see what yeah. happens and that's not taken like, to be no, fair no. to the village they're down as I said Niall Mullins Connor Brown they're all good players and but like it just goes to show like these guys are held up to gears every time now have they another gear in them to Peter O'Loughlin's that's another conversation oh, well that's where we go straight to it like we're looking at the, the O'Loughlin Gales team we're saying the Ballyhale Shamrocks we've discussed this the Ballyhale Shamrocks half forward and Adrian Mullen TJ Reid Owen Cody that's the three that you're terrified of generally so tell me the three O'Loughlin Gales players that are going to be slipping in there and picking them men up well, yeah, that, that's for Brian Hogan yeah. and the lads to work out. But no, look, I couldn't see Hugh Lawler uh, coming off the edge of the square. The, the, the Mikey going out to pick up one of the three lads is a possibility, I suppose. Uh, don't forget, we, we, we spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the O'Loughlin's half-back line of uh, Jordy Malloy, uh, David Fogarty and uh, Paddy, Paddy Deegan. So, like, I mean, uh, any of those are, are, are probably capable of taking on the task, um, you know, but... but but you don't want your defence to get pulled around the place either. So it's trying to find the, 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 the happy balance of getting matchups right, having the right people on, on, on the threats, and then keeping your shape. And that's not easy, particularly against against the likes of these lads, you know, because they're moving the whole time. But I do feel because they move Eddie the whole time, someone needs to pick them up because if you don't, they just find themselves um, loose and they, they'll be found by their teammates loose in, in dangerous positions. We're going to take up that point straight away when we come back from an ad break and we'll have seven minutes then a coverage of preview and I should say the Senior Championship semi-final. Post-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Hidden Hearing number one James's Street Kilkenny serving the local community with personalised hearing care for over 20 years. When you're ready to talk to us at Hidden Hearing call 056 346 and you're very welcome back to UPMC Nolan Park where we're starting to look ahead to this year's St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling Final which will be played as we now know by the Shamrocks of Ballyhale and O'Loughlin Gales just before we went to the break that time Mark was making the point about the Ballyhale Shamrocks Shamrocks Ballyhale I should say forwards they're moving everywhere so you're going out then O'Loughlin Gales Brian Hogan sitting at home there this evening now having an old roast beef dinner celebrating that substitution he made to get that goal right just in the start of the second half but he's looking at these matchups, Ronnie. So the obvious one is, say, Paddy Deegan's going to go out and pick up TJ Reid. He's not going to come out with centre back. But fill in the blanks there. What, what way would you think you're looking out there now? Well, again, I think you have to remember what Shamrocks are going to do. They also know what, what's ahead of them because they'll try and second guess. But I mean, I'd expect Mikey Butler to follow Owen Cody or um, uh, Adrian Mullen. You see, um, Mikey Butler today. St- possibly wasted in the corner today didn't get on much ball only came on ball when he had to I'd expect certainly him to pick up one of the players that leaves Jordan Malai maybe to sit back Jordan Malai can play a corner back and plays where he like but I think it's very important whatever the Lachlans have to do watch what the Shamrocks are going to do watch what Jimmy Maher Pat Holman and I Lacey are going to do you'd expect maybe TJ might end up on the edge of the square like they did again in the Borough the treatment started in the full forward line the form went in at the full forward line tactically be brilliant because you're meeting the best club backs versus the best club forwards now and I think that's where it's going to be one Lost. But remember, the other end of the field, this is where maybe the, the Shamrocks backs and the O'Loughlin's forwards, that's where it might end up in the, the decision where can the O'Loughlin's forwards own wall and these guys, can they get the better? Because I think down here, which is a very strange thing to say, but I think the O'Loughlin's backs versus the Shamrocks forwards might be a 50-50 break even. It might be the other end of the field where it matters most. But it's, I think it's going to be a great game. A lot of people are going to be speaking up and talking highly of the Shamrocks, but I think this is going to be close, a lot closer than 
and people think yes the Shamrocks are the best team of all time but that's a very good stubborn O'Loughlin's team going in brilliantly now went in under the radar today didn't hurl particularly well have a lot to, to improve on and you know Bennis Bridge will be, go home very disappointed could have beaten them but I think Sham- O'Loughlin's will offer more in the final based on the three men you mentioned that half forward line for, uh, for um, the Shamrocks and Colin Fenley to have men to pick him up to have man markers and as as Mark said the matchups are hugely important now uh, Mark just on, on something that Ronnie has kind of made a point of saying there and, and it was something I'd seen in the, in the, in the first semi-final there was a stage at the start of the second half where Paddy Deegan moved out around midfield Hugh Lawler moved out into the half back line I think Tony Forrestal went in at full back it was either, he did it, Tony Forrestal went in at full yeah. back right so you're looking ahead to two weeks time for that match and you, you know, you're looking. I'm saying Paddy Deegan probably picks up TJ Reid, but just say Hugh Lawler is marked, and he said, "Right, you're going to pick up Colin Fenley." Is it a situation where if Colin Fenley goes out into the half forward line, well, Lachlan Gales have that luxury of they have the trust in Tony Forrest to sit in a full back, pick up his man. They have the trust in Mikey Butler, like Mikey Butler is man marking Tony Kelly in, a, in an All Ireland semi final and holding him scoreless. Adrian Mullins not he's not going to be fair in Adrian Mullins. No, I'm not saying Adrian Mullins not a world class player he is, but so is Tony Kelly. You know, can Lachlan Gales literally just say, "Go man for man"? And follow your man well, because that's, that's it didn't look like they were being followed today the Bally Hill pairs no uh, it didn't but but that's something that the O'Loughlin's management are going to have to decide and uh, look I'd I, you know, be surprised if Hugh Lawler gets sucked out of a full back position you know you, uh, to have him back there gives you a huge cover huge because he can he can deal with it anyway as we said um, it, it might be a case where Paddy Deegan and the likes do follow TJ and the likes of them but if Paddy had centre you can't allow your centre back to go wandering around and leave a, a big gaping hole in, in the middle of the fence so look they'll have all that worked out themselves but Ronnie is right like Bally Hill will be working out a few one or two things themselves to, to counteract uh, what's, what Lachlan's are going to do so it should be fascinating but look um, I think you know for me the standout thing of both teams for me throughout the season has, is leaders Lachlan's have leaders and Ballyhale have obviously have leaders and and uh, I think it's going to be a, fas- a fascinating final there's a huge experience uh, in both in both teams Um and I do think it's going to be very hard to call. Lock, or Ballyhale will go in as favourites and, and deservedly so. Um, and they have a real uh, motivation now. And try, they're, they're an hour away from getting that sixth in a row. And uh, that's a huge motivation for them. But, but they are going to meet fierce resistance in O'Loughlin's. Ronnie, you were going to take up something there? Yeah, no, I'm just... Mark's point there again, just thinking of elite athletes. And it just so happens that O'Loughlin's have about five or six on the Kilkenny senior panel Shamrocks have about ten lads they're training at an elite level an elite athlete's level you can talk about all the training that you do in your club but they have access to the best of facilities the best of people and you just think we mentioned about a hit and you mentioned about Shamrocks putting down the marker Jeremy Cody came out with a ball ran 50 yards tried to run into TJ Reid yeah. bang ended up back on his backside I mean he laid down the law TJ did as if to say hey lads we're not here just to be rubbed around today and they're elite big physical at- athletes and so are Lachlan's and it's not by accident take Tullerone out of it there's no other team has that group of players on their panels you know both panels I think that st- has to stand to you know when you have that elite an elite athlete against an ordinary club player is always going to be difficult yeah, it's, 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 it's just such a it's a hard one because I can see some text messages that are coming in and it's going to be we've two minutes left and it's going to be a hard one to kind of discuss on it but the text messages that are coming in saying if the Ballyhale players if the if if the five or six lads that are missing from Ballyhale from last year you know there's five or six of that team that are missing from last year and it really asks the question is how far behind is everybody else well for me I said it already 
they're just you know sometimes every now and again a team like that comes around very very uh, very um, rarely does a team like that come around but but I think that's just where you're at at the minute they're, they're a phenomenal group of players and uh, you know their longevity apart from their their um, their talent is is equally as impressive so look I think that's just where it is there's there's been cases in the past where teams have dominated and uh, you know maybe not to this extent but it's just a case of of, of this is this is their moment. This is this is their their, their few years in the sun. It's been, it's been a long few years for the rest of us. But yeah. but uh, you know, look, there's right now. There's no sign of them going anywhere. Um, but someday, they, they're, you know, their 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 reign will come to an end at some point, and and you know, the door will open for someone else. Right. I interviewed Brian Hogan and and Stephen Murphy below, and they were down in the dressing room. And they were focused straight away for the final. The bridge match is over. They were very disappointed the way they performed two years ago. Very disappointed the way they went out to the championship last year. And the only flip side of that is, for some reason, Shamrocks now believe they want to be the top club team of all time, going for 21 titles, first time to win six. So two teams have huge motivating factors. Just watch Joe Lachlan's downstairs. I was really surprised when I interviewed him. They were hurt. That match two years ago, if you remember, we were at the time of water breaks. It was level yeah. on that second water break when they went out for the last 15 minutes. Yeah, they were level. You know, the game was in the metal pot, so I imagine be quite the same. Lachlan's have got stronger since, and Ballyhale, to be fair, are down their four players. It's closer than a lot of people think. I think people should forget about this game now because that's not a true picture of, um, of Shamrock's form. The true picture is of the Shamrock's form is the day against the Borough. Are the Borough as good as the Lachlan's? Yes, they are. That means the Borough Lachlan's have a great chance because the Borough and Lachlan's are very similar. Ballyhale, yes, will win as favourites. The Borough should have beaten the Shamrock's. Didn't, but our lockers have a chance, and there was very little between those two, three teams. I think. On that note, lads, thanks a million for joining me. It's been a long day and an enjoyable day. Well done. That's of course Mark Dowling and Adrian Ronnie Ronan joining me there. Just as I'm signing off there to let you go for the, the five o'clock news. Of course, we will have post match with TJ Reid, Richie Reid, Colin Fenley, Brian Hogan, Stephen Murphy, and much more coming for you in the next hour on Scoreline. We leave it there from UPMC Nolan Park. It's O'Loughlin Gales versus Ballyhale Shamrocks in two weeks' time. Post-match analysis on KCLR with thanks to Hidden Hearing, number one James Street, Kilkenny, serving the local community with personalised hearing care for over 20 years. When you're ready to talk to us at Hidden Hearing, call 056 7763